everybody. Welcome to Video Game Apocalypse, episode 120. Only 300 I'm... left. Yes, and then then what? <laughs> Armageddon? Stop at we just stopped? Yeah. Oh, right. Yes, I keep forgetting. Do yeah. some math, bro. Never. That's why I'm a journalist. That's why you're right. Yes, you're right. I write because I'm bad at math. And that's what it says left. on my apron that I bought through the Signals catalog. Mm. And by the time episode 420 rolls around, weed will be legalized for so long that it won't even be past that we're talking about it. <laughs> I, yeah, I heard you had an apron at the 4th of July barbecue that said, Review the Chef. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Light, light laughter for that one. I, it's okay. I'm okay with that. Meanwhile, in, I'm just like, I didn't wear anything from <laughs> If we go 300 more episodes, I'll be six years. And so, we will be 40. I have you'll, you'll be 40 no other now. prospects. I am your host, Michael Raparez, and I just grilled two perfect T-bone steaks last night because that's yeah. what I do now, apparently. Who else is here in the kitchen studio with me? I'm Henry, jealous of homeowners, Gilbert. <laughs> uh, I'm Dave, building some sweet-ass model trains, Rudden. I didn't. <laughs> Chris Mortiman, Rudden. Wait, no. Chris <laughs> uh, Yes, hi. <laughs> Chris, I just went on a vacation to the Florida Keys. It was, if you call it a vacation, sleeping in your sister's room. Like, mm. that was, it was, was cheap. Was she there at the time? No! <laughs> no, don't spread these rumors. You're the southern guy. No! And not that southern. There's a difference. You gotta man. do something when there's no internet. <laughs> Michael, southern man doesn't want you around here anyhow. That's man. true, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that a, was that a fucking... Leonard Skinner slam? That was. Yes. Jacksonville's own Leonard Skinner. Yeehaw. Nice, nice. Uh, Neil they, Young should remember that. I mean, he's getting old, yeah. so he might forget. That was the worst diss in the history of music. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Neil Young should remember, I didn't want to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> Your song, Southern Man, sucks. <laughs> Though, now, you know what? Uh, Leonard Skinner, their albums seem pretty. Their album covers covered in the Stars and Bars. Yeah! Not, so, not so great. Uh, saw a Sweet lot. Sweet home race to slave state. Saw uh, a ton do, 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 of that. Do, do, do. I was very happy. We seceded because of slavery. I flew, <laughs> do, 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 do. I flew, I'm sorry, Alabamans. We're just having the, fun. The Panama City Airport uh, <laughs> for the first time. And the first place that accepted uh, money in exchange for goods and services was a boiled peanut place that sold Confederate flag stuff and had a live gator. Of course. And I, it's, live it gator. couldn't have been more perfect yeah. to take my, my girlfriend's first thing to go to at no. Florida. <laughs> if the gator serves you the boiled peanuts on a Confederate flag, plate then it's perfect I, I should have said the gator had a lot of confederate flag tattoos it was, is, it was weird. i mean that is perfect for like your wisconsin born girlfriend yes who's like oh, my. oh no has she ever been below the mason <laughs> no Dixon? no no like yeah like oh oh no i don't know if i approve of this but i, I said that on the stream my dad had the best i'm laughing and taking pictures of all the confederate flags like i can't believe this the floor is made of dirt um and i'm so glad this is the first place i took heidi and my dad's buying stuff and he sees me laughing he's like I don't understand all this kerfuffle about the Confederate flag. And my dad said, well, and he grabbed his stuff and hmm. walked out of the store. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that was like so mature. Like I wish I, I, yeah. Yeah. I need to start like, yeah. acting like that in arguments. Yeah. Well, well, my parents <laughs> live in South Carolina now, which is Ooh. where all that shit Ooh. unfolds. So I've, I've walked Ooh, the steps colors. of yeah. that state capitol and I took yeah. a tour where the guy, they have a big, huge painting of Strom Thurmond on the, uh, the state senate floor. Ooh. And he's like, he set the world record for a filibuster back in whatever year it was. To, to block segregation, I, yeah. well, he's, right? He's like, I don't, I don't really know what it was, was about, but yeah. It was. But he also gave back to the black community in the form of sperm. Yeah. Yes. He gave his penis to the black community. <laughs> All right. 
to the wi- to to his, to the black women that work for him. Look, if you're upset over my Strom Thurmond comments, you no. might want it. That was I Seriously. can't get any lighter politically oh, than making fun of Strom Thurmond. Strom, you, you can Strom a my tribute Thurmond. to Strom Thurmond. That's one of the worst. Ugh, ugh. You can call this episode Heroes of the Strom. He did set a record, Henry. (laughs) Longest filibuster ever. He had so much... To block (laughs) anti-segregation. Yes. Which is why they put up the Confederate flag in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. Anyway, guys, learn your history. Also, because you can't libel the dead, did you hear about the time that Strom Thurmond grew to 90 feet tall and ate an entire black orphanage? (laughs) (laughs) After... Setting it ablaze with his fire breath. I know true. this is going to take us off topic even more, but one that, of the, is that possible? One of the funniest things I ever saw MTV rock the is, vote. I don't think we even there <laughs> is an, even is a topic right now. One of the funniest yeah. things I ever saw MTV rock the vote did was back when Strom Thurmond was alive. They sent they sent a bunch of uh, music stars there at, to a convention. And Chuck D interviewed Strom. Whoa, Thurman. really? Chuck oh. D face wow. to face with Strom Thurmond. Like, yeah, you know, I, Strom was like, "Are you my son?" <laughs> I, you think we could stay on topic considering how many other shows we're doing yeah. now? And we're yeah, in, yeah. but I might. No, I think that's what's what's hurting it. Mm. See, that wasn't You're near, too scattershot. Yeah. That wasn't nearly as good as when Strom Thurmond and Chuck D faced off in uh, rock and jock baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they knocked off Rod, uh, Rob, yeah. Roger Clemens' wig. I'm done with that <laughs> reference. Who was the I, best at rock and jock baseball? Roger was Clemens. The, the, no, of, of, uh, I mean of the rock. Well, what? Uh, the dude, uh, Cortez, oh. right? Dan, Dan Cortez was Dan really Cortez good. Bill Bellamy, pretty... he was good at rock and jock basketball. Yeah. Um, I'm going to cut all of these. Easy. No! <laughs> we are going to get so many nasty <laughs> Not, comments. Well, let's at least keep the rock and jock talk. <laughs> uh, I, I have Rock and jock I'm talk is our new this, podcast. This is the longest I've gone not only playing without playing any video games, but I haven't read about anything either because I've been without the internet until about, uh, what, six, seven hours ago? See, here's my theory. It's that you guys have been doing so many podcasts that not only are you spread kind of thin, but they're all running together. Yeah. So you're actually continuing a the conversation from yes. the last podcast yes. we recorded. Yeah. Like or commentary or stream. Yes, yes. That's yeah. kind of right. Yeah. Uh, Don't listen to anything else, by the way. But this show, but, I promise, is about video games. I do go to patreon.com slash laser time. It's just sure a very is. slow month right now. It sure mm-hmm. is. Holy sure shit. Is. I've got a couple of news things to mention, though, when the, when the time when comes. When the time comes. But that's not the time uh, now. In the meantime, the biggest new release this week is probably The Predator joining <laughs> yep. the cast of Mortal Kombat yeah. X. And and I think it's F one two thousand fifteen. Woo! That's but, but the Predator is what inspired this week's top five. Oh, oh boy! Which I think you you finally put a put a fine point on, Henry. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, Hollywood cameos in video games. Hollywood right. cameos in video games. But if fictional characters, Danny Trejo doesn't count or whatever. Like. <laughs> no, Danny Trejo was playing a fictional version of himself. Not yeah. a, He wasn't playing Machete from yeah. the movie. No. Machete. He was playing... Uh, uh, it has to be that. So, for example... Like pock-faced uh, fist assassin. Yes. <laughs> fist assassin. For example, uh, the John Wick skin in Payday would count, but... Did it, that really happen? Yes, it yeah. did. Oh, John Wick is so good, by the way. I got my dad to watch it over the weekend. He's like, yeah, that. Mm-hmm. I thought every second of it was bad until it won me over. John Wick, everybody. But so John does Wick. every stage start with your dog dying? <laughs> oh, God. If Is only that a man. spoiler? 
It's so early in the movie. Okay. It's the basis for everything John Wick does. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, John Wick doesn't make the list because it's not good enough, right? Yeah, what? I don't know. Because you haven't played much payday. That's true. Mm-hmm. I also just watched some YouTube videos and it's like, I'm not sure exactly what this it is. It doesn't, I don't think, it, like, it, there's none of his voice in there. No. Like, did, I, did we ever t- like, tell you that story? We were we were at a stand-up club and, like, seven, seventh <laughs> oh graders God. were doing stand-up. And this kid gets up, I don't know a lot about girls because I like video games. I'm like, boom, I like this kid instantly. And I'm going to tell you about my favorite video game. Payday, and he goes off on like the worst five the, minute bit. A on pointless a, one, story. The one game I've never payday. played in my life uh, on Payday. I'm like, and it had no ending. And it led me to believe that Payday is so huge in the, in the community. He thought that would go over really well. Yeah, he's like, everybody knows Payday. Everybody knows Payday. My friend Eric is so bad at Payday. At least he he didn't thinks say he should be paying me yeah. to play with him. Now, see, Dave, that's Minecraft a joke. That guy didn't have <laughs> jokes. He had, he had stories. And my friend built a machine with a circuit in Minecraft, and then it didn't work, and we finally figured out, oh, you should have used blue crystal, not red <laughs> crystal. <laughs> so what's number five on this list? <laughs> Thank you, Henry. Number five. Archer is a hobby. Ah, you know this one. I right? don't. It's Stephen Amell as Arrow in Injustice. Yes, there was. A, oh, there was an Arrow skin mm-hmm. for Injustice: Gods Among Us, mm-hmm. and yeah. it had kind of a weird saga. Apparently, like it was at first available only to like the first five thousand members who like <laughs> uh, who like went on uh, Warner Brothers community site, I think, and like filled out a form so like they went Ew. really fast yeah is it part of that well, WBID thing well, they use Warner, I think so. Warner is very weird know. about how they give out DLC in a lot of ways like they've they experiment the most with DLC yeah. and not in good ways like I believe I have some you have un- to... unredeemed Arkham City DLC on my Green Lantern Blu-ray oh man you I'm can like, make mm. 30 bucks oh uh, not I'm now I'm sure it's expired <laughs> yeah well I was I was uh, uh, angry at myself that I I registered my uh, Amazon skin, which was a first appearance Batman uh, outfit, which I will never use in Arkham Knight. And then I like decided, hey, what is this going for on eBay? And I could have sold it for like twelve bucks. So I was like, well, fuck, that's like twelve dollars for nothing. Like you don't even have to mail it. You just yeah, whatever. Anyway, yeah, Arrow, it, but then he was available to regular folks. Right? Yeah, it, I think it, it spread out to like, okay, now we're just going to open it to everybody who registered for this program, and now it's just free for everybody. Oh, wait, who is the skin? What was the skin for? Well, there is just a green arrow, arrow in the okay. game, and so yes. now they just made him look like Arrow from the TV did show. Did they give him the yeah. voice? Yeah. Yes, they did. Wow. And here's, here's the, the uh, Arrow versus Green Arrow. No, that's what I call an entrance. Now that's what I call an entrance. You can kind of guess which is which. Mm-hmm. Not really. <laughs> the gravelly voice one is the real life person. Yeah, yeah okay, I can. I got that. Injustice, a great game. I played very little uh, with my cousin, my my twelve year old cousin. Mm-hmm. We should stream that. I mean, yeah. we, that, everybody with a PS Plus ID should have yeah, it for yeah. free by now. It's it's a little less impressive now, but I remember when it came out, like. This is that story that The Onion had written about, like, 12 years previous, what? about the ghost of Christmas yet to come, coming and tormenting kids by <laughs> showing them, like, here's a game console that'll... This this is what your grandkids will be playing. Like, <laughs> Marvel versus DC with photorealistic graphics. And that's on SCAP, which is way better than DVD. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that is... I mean, you know, maybe that's why we're still acting like kids to this day or buying kids mm-hmm. things, because... These are the things I wish I had when I was a kid. Yeah. You know? 
Also, it's just really cool to be able to like pick up a motorcycle from the background and throw it at somebody. Those background moves, I, I mean, people they gave, are great. People I hope gave, they make another one. They gave Street Fighter a lot of credit for resurrecting the fighting genre, but I think I really like what NetherRealm has done with it ever since. Like, yeah. It's something that isn't super technical and you need to look into frame data. It just has a bunch of really fun, replayable shit in it. Yeah, and they're doing stuff counter. They know Capcom is so good at what they do that yeah. them doing counter stuff to it is smart. And like, they can ultimately release more of them because it takes them like six years to make a goddamn game. By the way, yeah. Kamiya had a surprising tweet today where somebody asked him, what does he think of Mighty Number no. 9? Mm-hmm. And he said it is an insult to their old home. As in an insult wow. to Capcom. And they asked him why. Because it's similar to Mega Man. And then his reply was, it's a, it's a total copy. So apparently Kamiya like, Bayonetta, which is a, a, quite a spiritual successor to Dante. But apparently it's not a total copy like Mighty Number. No. I mean, Mighty Number no. 9 is it's just yeah, Mega Man. I think Man. he's talking it's, out of his ass. Kamiya uh, talking well, out of his ass. Like, what? I it's so, like Bayonetta. I so rarely no. any, see anything by Kamiya that is not him just blocking some guy for asking yeah. a question that's already been asked. Yeah, I kind of like that uh, he's tough like that. It makes me afraid when I ask him a question. But, I, uh, I, yeah, I, 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 I'm never going to tweet anything at him because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure it would get blocked. Anything that I could say to him would get blocked. I The only times, two times I've tweeted at him was one when I was in Osaka and I said, hey... Uh, where should I go for Osaka when I'm in Osaka? And he said, any place the airport, is, leave. He said, yeah. any place is good. <laughs> and then when I left, I said, well, Osaka was fun, but I didn't see you anywhere, winky face. And then he's like, ha, he wrote a ha ha back. And then the other time, he went to a curry. Ha ha blocked. And then he went, <laughs> he went to Go-Go Curry and, and tweeted a picture. I was like, I love Go-Go Curry. That's my favorite. And he and then he retweeted that with a smiley face. So stick to food and Osaka and just don't talk about games and he'll like you. Yep, yep. Or if you have, like, Bayonetta fan art. Or another thing I see him retweeting all the time is, like, if you have pictures of all his... Uh, you just line up all the games he directed and take a picture of them, mm. then he will retweet that. Too. What if you uh, put, like, an Army Men game right in the middle? <laughs> they'll block you, I would uh, Yeah, if you, if you say, I loved Wonderful 101, he'll, like, retweet that, and like, yay. <laughs> and if you say, I love Bayonetta 2, he'll be like, fuck you. Say that to the director, yeah. I didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> the corrector is at this guy, blocked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Warner Brothers games. Uh, yeah. I, I just, I, you have any more clips? I do. I mean, You're not so tough. You're about to become a pincushion. <laughs> Man. See, oh, is that the when you hit the move at the same time? Yeah, and, and they charge at each other and there's a big explosion. Those are cool. We, yeah, we, yeah. we came... Uh, we've grown up through this whole silly little industry, and movie companies have taken many a stab at having... Silly little multi-billion dollar industry. Uh, but the, the movie companies have had their chance. There have been Fox Interactive and Paramount Games on occasion, but like it's really fucking awesome to see what Warner Brothers has done with this generation they seem like the only movie studio that took the mandate to move into this medium very seriously yeah they bought all that midway stuff and they, they just went with what, it what like, was it there was there was uh, an interview with like one of the WBIE guys who was mm-hmm. like I don't think there's anybody who any gamer who gets up in the morning and thinks I want to buy a Warner Brothers interactive <laughs> entertainment game today no they never think cool. of it like that they're just interested in the games themselves yeah. they're not interested in us as a company 
Yeah, people know Yubi, people know Yay. It's true. People know when, you, when you think about like, and the Predator is, is such a great thing because like they they did Freddy, mm-hmm. but Warner Brothers kind of owns yeah. Freddy, but they don't own in any way Predator. But they reached out to other movie studios to do what was best for the fans uh-huh. and best for the games. And and it's funny to think that Predator's in that when the game has like guys like Shinnok and. Uh, yeah. They have they have Predator clones in that series I, from I the beginning. I should say that because this news is Mortal Kombat related, mm-hmm. we're not touching any Mortal Kombat games in this top five. Right. Uh, so no Freddy, it's a no little Jason. too obvious. No. So on the nose. Well, yeah. too, although if they brought back Freddy and let you fight Freddy versus Jason in Mortal Kombat, I'm really surprised that, that hasn't rad. happened yet. Yeah. But it. But, but the problem would be it have hit, to be it would have to be the new Freddy. We hit a, the, well, not even new anymore. We hit a terrifying reality when when fighting games were huge. You could easily. Envision a game where like Predator fought Jason, and like those days are over, and the only <laughs> place they can exist is in Mortal Kombat. Should they allow it? So I just applaud. Take a year off from another game and just bring in more characters like <laughs> this. This makes me so yeah. happy. Well, I have not purchased the Predator. Predator DLC. Actually, includes a voice cameo. Really, Carl Weathers. What? Right. One of Je- one of Jax's skins is Carl Weathers. As uh, so, it's it's sort of like the arrow skin, skin. Yes. and that they change ah, the voice in the character's appearance. Yeah. but it's. And Jax's moveset. Yeah, and he's yeah, got. And he Marvel Studios is the like one I'm especially Crawlers. calling out right now because they they. Well, I'm upset that Disney Interactive doesn't do enough with any that of they stuff, don't want to do any console yeah. games of any kind, and they don't like they have all these special characters and won't put them in fucking anything other than Disney Infinity. That's their their sole yeah. console contribution this generation. Mm-hmm. Boo, I say. Whereas <laughs> there's Injustice was like. It makes. Where did this even come from? Like no one else is still doing this, and they did it well. And also, yeah. the title is like that's not the title you expect somebody to give. It's not a very clear title. It doesn't tell you you Batman and Superman fight in this game. Like that, it doesn't immediately tell yeah, you that. Nah. Injustice Gods Among Us does not communicate that. No, it does not communicate it, DC at all. Yeah. Unlike the, the the subtlety in the movie titling, Batman uh, versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, Batman or Mark Mortal Kombat versus DC there you Universe. Go. There you go. That did yeah. happen. That we that we broke it. <laughs> Don't you remember that uh, Games Radar was the one that the, the exclusive? You know, only the UK. Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, we no no talk no. Go about back. This. Explain. It this. was weird. Uh, when we worked at Games Radar, we can talk about like this. If you don't want to talk about it, that's fine. Henry, you want to bow out? I, I'm going to just uh, walk out of the room now. Bye, Henry. Bye. <laughs> um, uh, when we worked at Games Radar, uh, this is back in the day when people thought, to be a website, you have to land exclusives. And we were actually trying for a long time. Remember, there was like a mandate, like, tell people when you preview a game you need exclusives. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, I landed some exclusive Naruto screens. I win. Yeah. And then, like, nothing became of that. And then, like, you know, one of our bosses like, this has never done good for anybody. You should just kind of give yeah, it up. Well, nobody gives a shit about exclusives. Kind of. It's just like you're lost. You're well, that too. But like you're to lock to lock a trailer away is like is bad for the video game company and only good for the website. I don't see why anybody still does it, mm-hmm. but they do occasionally with IGN uh, and Gamespot and Game Informer and nobody else ever. Nobody else ever. But uh, something had happened. We had landed. At, Gr had landed the Mortal Kombat versus DC exclusive reveal trailer, but only in the UK. Meaning that the American side couldn't show the reveal. Only the UK side should. But if you were in America, you couldn't automatically go to the UK site without like explicit instructions on how to do that. Wow! Um, it was kind of a stupid fiasco and silly. And like, I remember, like, I hope we never have an exclusive ever again, <laughs> ever. In proprietary. Oh, Henry's back. Hey, we should move on to number four. No, I wanted to tell a story now about an exclusive. <laughs> Uh, about that's also Mortal Kombat related. Mm. Uh, Mortal Kombat, 
uh, I want to say Deception. Like, what was the last PS2 one? Deception, Deception or Armageddon? Yeah. Yeah. Armageddon, that Armageddon, was the last yeah. one. Yeah. But, like, it came out like it was going to have, like, this exclusive uh, or this this uh, different box design for the special edition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And somehow, like, we got permission, like, you can reveal the special edition box. And so I wrote that, and, like, weeks later, actually months later, my mom told me that, like, she'd gotten a call from my, like, one of my ex-girlfriend's mom, who, like, I was on really bad terms with this ex. Okay. And this mom said, the mom said that she had gotten a call from this guy who was looking for me, and she passed on the number, and, like, what the fuck is this? This is the creepiest thing that has ever happened. So, like, I, I just kind of mulled it over for a few days and finally called the number to find never out what the guy the wanted. And it turns out he worked for Prima, and they had had some sort of exclusivity deal <laughs> f- to show this stupid cover. <laughs> and he had found, like, somebody had copy-pasted my game's radar post and stuck it on some forum somewhere. <laughs> so he thought I was just putting it in the, hmm. a forum. Wow. And... Uh, and I said, no, we're Games Radar. Midway gave us permission to run this. Uh, <laughs> he's like, well, it doesn't matter anymore. And I kind of yes, wish, it doesn't. like, he, he just, like, excused himself and then, like, got off the phone. And I kind of wish I'd kept him on the hook a little more. I was like, no, you got in touch with me in the creepiest way possible. <laughs> I don't even know how the fuck you found that number. How do you find wow. your ex-girlfriend's mother before you find your Twitter? Mm. Or your email yeah. time well, for Twitter. Was, yeah. This sounds like 2006. Though. Yeah, 2006. Um, but like, my, all you have to do is type my name into Google, mm-hmm. and you can find out who I work for and have a rough idea of how to contact. Well, this me. person works for a strategy guide manufacturer. <laughs> yeah. so, like, uh, somehow he dug up like a resume that I'd posted online in college and <gasps> listed. Uh, that girlfriend's mother, who I was dating at the time, oh as a reference, and had her Whoa. number. And he called, f- somehow found that. It had been deleted for years. He somehow found that and called me. That's pretty creepy. It's yeah. so fucking yeah. creepy. Yeah. I'm calling your references to, to chew you out. Over a cover, <laughs> over an exclusive. Retroactively yeah. unhire this man, please. So, yeah, that that has just kind of, like, stuck in my head. Like, what the fuck was that about also, yeah, for if years? You're, if you're not IGN or Game Informer, don't chase exclusives. It's yeah. You're chasing Ever. the dragon there, and you're not going to get it. Please stick to the regular coverage you're used to. <laughs> Thank you. They don't, wanna, they don't want to work with you if you're not IGN or Game Informer. That's but I think you're moving too fast. <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> and to a degree, GameSpot, though, I actually I feel like I'm seeing fewer GameSpot exclusives lately than I used to. Well, I got that out of my system, and now we're half an hour in, roughly. Yay. So let's move on to number four. <laughs> now this one, I think, it's I Tony you Hawk. Can guess it? Yes. Yeah. Um, which Tony Hawk and which character? Uh, well, oh, I know. Three, two had Wolverine or Spider-Man in it, but that's not she really a Hollywood Spider-Man. cameo. Tell me, does this sound like Wolverine or Spider-Man to you? <laughs> That would be a uh, lightsaber. Yes. yes. Fuck, I don't know which one. A Dark Lord of the Sith. Yeah. The original yes. apprentice. Is it three or five? Four. Eleven. Project three. eight. Three. Three. It's three. Darth Maul was an unlockable character in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3. Yeah. And also, there was another one in four that bears mentioning. 
he is in the sound he's making. And uh, what? Sex Pistols? Johnny Rotten. No. Also, also, also Star Wars guys. character. Oh, uh, Yoda Fett. You're very close. <laughs> <laughs> Boba Fett. Django Fett. Django. Django. The Sucky Fett. Yeah, it's, it's like we took Boba thing. Fett and made him uncool. Yeah, what if Play he was... Star Wars bounty hunter or don't? We made this... him a dad. Yeah, what if he was a dad of his clone of his own clone? Isn't that cool? This also speaks to that magical time uh, when uh, Tony Hawk was so huge. It had this huge, this engine that people were using to make other games at Activision, and they were making Spider-Man games in the Tony Hawk engine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Wolverine game, and X-Men games, and the Star Wars games at, at Activision. There was also a Kiss demon, too. Oh, God. Yeah. It's fucking Kiss. There, there was... Yeah, Kiss Kiss was in one of the Underground games, I want to say. Fucking oh Kiss, That man. is a very Jump the Shark moment, like... Mm-hmm. Those... I mean, Kiss is just... Those to show you the one, the one they're probably showing at Comic-Con right now is Tony Hawk 5, pretending that Thug never existed. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. Thug and Thug 2 with Bam Margera. Uh, no, I liked... Oh, I did. I had my first celebrity sighting at an airport uh, today. Jesus. Yeah. Matt Pinfield? No. Uh, what? How did, I, how did I get here? MTV. Bam Margera. Bam Margera to Wee Man. I saw Wee Man in, in an airport today. Oh, that's great. Coming out of a bathroom. Was he chasing a fat guy? No. Oh, no, fat guy chased him. Fat guy chased him. Did, you, did you tell Wee Man how much you loved his jackass stuff? I thought if I, had a, if I was in a... I think his name is Jason, and I wanted to say... Oh, Jason, I love your I love your work, and I'm not gonna call you Wee Man. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I bet he'd appreciate that. And by then, I was already looking for a Starbucks and forgot all about him. Well, so, apologies. Yeah. And to then Wee he Man. turned around and said, "My name is Peter Dinklage." <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he's used to more like I wonder for him if pe- he's thinking like, are people staring at me just because I'm a little person or because they recognize me from Jack? No, because like that, it wasn't. It didn't even register that he was a little person. It was just like. That's mm. Wee Man. Yeah. Uh, that's his tattoo, I, I can tell. I really love those Jackass movies. I'm, no, not, they, I'm Jack, not fucking around. Jackass is the best. That, if I, I had to give a compliment to one of those guys, and I, that's, I thought about it right then, it's like, I have shown that to two people whose English was their second language, and like it's the only comedy that translate, yeah. translates across the board. No, yeah, though, oppositely, Viva La Bam. Blech. Fucking barf. Uh, I don't know if it's just the wipes in the, uh, the graphics, but that shit is fucking terrible. Yeah, well, and also, Bam is like... I don't like him. He's the only times I like Bam in the Jackass movies was when Johnny Knoxville would pick on him. Yeah, <laughs> when they because he was he was king shit on Viva La Bam. No, very rarely do people get the better of him on his show. Yeah. And then so that's why it was so satisfying seeing Jackass number two, mm-hmm. and then them them giving Bam shit again because he wasn't number one on the show. He wasn't like in the Jackass universe. He's not even number three. Oh. Like I would say it was Henry's throwing stones. I'd say it was Knoxville and then Steve O. And then, uh... Pontius, baby. Pontius, yeah. (laughs) And then, honestly, Ryan Dunn would kind of be ahead of him. We all know you really hate Ryan Dunn. Still. (laughs) R.I.P. Ryan Dunn. Still. But, okay, wait. Michael looks frustrated. Uh, Darth Maul. No, I'm just spacing out. uh, (laughs) Darth Marv. Wing, wing, wing. Was he on... Darth Shops in a mall. Probably unlockable. I mean, these were all pretty amazing unlockable characters. Well, they they had a bunch of unlockable characters. Mm -hmm. Four had, like, Eddie from, uh, like, Mm -hmm. Iron Maiden's mascot. Uh... These days, that feels like it's a like a handshake deal. They just decided, yeah. I'm like, yeah, let's just put yeah. them in there. It'd be cool. Well, I mean, the yeah. Iron Maiden one's easy because they have a song in the game. Yeah, but, but it's mm-hmm. like, I feel like today, maybe we just know more about the contract situation. But it felt so simple back then. Yeah. Just like, hey, we're making a Spider-Man game. It'd be cool if Spider-Man was in Tony Hawk, right? The shitty thing about yeah, all these... Let's make him a secret character now and be like, let's make him a DLC character. <laughs> yeah. We're leaving money on the table And otherwise. have his own trailer and, yeah. and part of the PR cycle. I mean, I... I 
the part about I am I am fascinated by the business end of this uh, as I get older, obviously. Mm-hmm. But all this makes sense because it involves people like involved in skating or the games or in the engine uh, or at the same company. The biggest in this case, how did Soul Calibur? How did Namco talk Star Wars and adjust me? We're not there yet. Well, before we leave this topic, we have to talk about the best uh, Tony Hawk secret character ever, Fat Cop. Fat Cop, first Fat, game. Fat Cop. Well, I Fat feel like cop. he probably was in like the first four. Yeah. <laughs> Based off the whole yeah. thing that like, oh, that cop stole our board and he's just going to use it later. Yeah, no. I think it, he got a name. It was like Officer Riker or something yeah. like that. Officer likes donuts or whatever. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> it was cool. They incorporated his lightsaber into his moves. And he could drag yes. it in the ground. It was pretty. And neat. Django Fett had his jetpack. That mm. was that whoosh you're hearing in his sound ah, effects. I see. Yeah, and doing a bunch of really high flying stuff where he just sort of hovered for a second. Yeah. Though the downside break. of all this is that it might have been what inspired that Solid Snake skateboarding game. Mm. <laughs> that was. Uh, let's see. It was like. I want to say it's evolution skateboarding. Yeah, that was it. The Konami did, and then they just put a stage of that in Metal Gear Xbox. Yeah, well, I think I I think they had Solid Snake as a secret character and possibly also Big Shell, but then Mm. in the expanded Metal Gear Solid Two, they added that Big Shell. MGS Two substance, Chris. That substance, substance is three. That's true. Sustenance. Uh, but that was back when Konami made video games. So. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make them, guys. I hope you enjoy Metal Gear 5, because that's the end. That's, yeah, the, last that's one. the last one you'll ever see. From yeah. now on, it's Metal Gear Pachinko. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't talk And Silent Hill Tower Defense. <laughs> it's oh, going it's not to like Konami's ever going to hire anyone to make games again. Like, so mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about nah, burning we'll up. See. We'll see. I'd, they, like to, I'd like to think they, they're going to have, like... Japanese companies follow a similar path to American companies, just a little slower. And then someone, someone's going to come in in like 2020, and like I'm going to bring this company back to its roots. Mm-hmm. Tak Fuji. <laughs> <laughs> we'll t- they'll take Tak wow. Fuji back. Number three. Wow. Number three. Kill confirmed. Kill confirmed. Call of Duty. I guess Chris didn't hear about this DLC. No, yes. when? Uh, Jimmy Lee Curtis in Battlefield, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, so, I So, Call of Duty Ghosts, actually, I think it, mm. in 2013, 2014, or no, early 2014, mm-hmm. yeah, that's they added uh, like one of their huge map packs, and there was a map called The Fog, and uh, by what? satisfying certain conditions, and I'll let one of the devs explain it in a second, you can become Michael Myers, briefly. Wow. And I, I just think it's hilarious because Michael Myers is like one of the classic fan-made, unofficial modes of Call of Duty. <laughs> where like I didn't know that. Nobody use your guns. Uh, like it's, it's two teams. One team is just one guy. The other team, like everybody just has a gentleman's agreement. Don't use your guns. And just run away, and uh, the guy who's playing as Michael Myers can only use his knife. And then when it's down to just two players, one on each team, the last remaining player can use his knife and try to kill Michael Myers. Ooh. Yeah, that's and, a pretty... I never heard it called Michael Myers Mo, but that, that's, yeah, that happens a lot in uh, that was ex- FPSs. explained to me in one of our <laughs> first 24-hour marathons mm. at Games Radar. And I remember like playing it for a while and thinking it was really fun, and then handing it off to Tyler Nagata... And he thought it was like the stupidest thing he'd ever heard, and started like loudly making fun of everybody. Where are the rules? <laughs> That's a, that sounds like a Tyler Nagata moment. Yeah, <laughs> I still love you, T Nag. I've also uh, invented a Michael Myers mode. 
Uh, anytime I get shot, I say, oh, behave. <laughs> anytime I get a kill, I say, party time. Excellent. Uh, I say, nobody watched The Love Guru. <laughs> uh, I don't want to make movies anymore. <laughs> Everybody says they hate me, but I hate them. Um, this was part of a horror pack, though, right? Didn't they yeah. also have Buffy and well, Danny Trejo? No, that was that was separate. Okay, that was because one what of their... better time for a Halloween pack than early twenty fourteen? That was mm-hmm. one of their zombies things. But they heard like every one of the zombies mm-hmm. things since like Mob of the Dead. They've been introducing modes that have uh, well known actors. So first it was like Ray Liotta and uh, yeah. several <laughs> other guys, and uh, there was. The the one that had uh, I mean there was a president's one too there was yeah. the oh, yeah. JFK Castro that, that was Nixon. just included with yeah. Black Ops I uh, just went prestige <laughs> but I, I forget which one I it was I am not prestige <laughs> 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 I forget which one it ha- was that had uh, Sarah Michelle Geller uh, uh, Robert Englund Michael Rooker oh. and somebody was else. it Trejo what am I thinking of it might have been Danny Trejo Eric Estrada. I love uh, Danny Trejo. But I they hope were he all, never dies. They man. were all playing themselves because they were like actors shooting. It m- might have been the one that had George Romero. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was directing them and then he gets turned into a zombie. Um, but they were all playing themselves uh, as the actors who are trying to shoot a horror movie that gets overrun by zombies. Um, so that wouldn't count because she is officially Sarah Michelle yes. Geller, not yes. Buffy. Exactly. If she were Buffy, then we could talk. In the meantime, we're just left with this. If you complete a field order, you actually get to become Michael Myers. Very iconic horror film persona. You don the mask, you have the axe, the soundscape changes, everyone knows you're coming, and you're just tearing them up. Wow. I'm glad they paid so for the Carpenter music, too. Well, yeah, that, that's that Carpenter greatest, got paid all around. That's one of the greatest songs ever. Like, uh, yeah. mu- mu- film soundtracks of all it's time. That's why John Carpenter's the shit. He wrote, directed... All that that whole movie, and then made the song himself. Yeah, yeah. God, he's John the greatest. Awesome. But on the other on the other hand, hmm. he also made that 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 um, today's still Halloween, <laughs> Halloween, 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 my fair lady. <laughs> now it's the Shamrock <laughs> something. <laughs> shamrock shakes. Oh, my uh, Silver Shamrock. I know. Silver Shamrock. That's right. That's that's what it was. Uh, but Michael Myers, yeah. I yeah. wonder what they're gonna what wacky stuff they'll do next. In the, well, it's about escalation in the Call of Duty world. Also, Michael Myers uh, is not the only Hollywood character to make a cameo in Call of Duty. Uh, Another character, who we've already mentioned once on this show... Oh, that's right. ...also made a similar thing where you do a uh, a command thing. I don't play Call of Duty (laughs) multiplayer, I'm sorry. But... So that means MKX but, got sloppy yeah. seconds. I want you to look, to try and figure this out, and I will just say up front, it is not Snoop Dogg. Losing A. Nice D. We lost Alpha. That's not what you should be listening to. Enemy has Alpha. Alpha secure. This, uh, I just thought it was funnier with the Snoop Dogg. Yeah. <laughs> Snoop Dogg, you can buy a Snoop Dogg voice pack where he just yeah. says all the shit. Yeah, but that is, the, the sounds you're hearing are playing as Predator yeah. in yep. Call of Duty. This raises the question, why aren't we playing Call of Duty? If you can play as yeah. Predator while Snoop yeah. Dogg is telling you how your team's you'll doing. Because you'll never, everybody's better than you at it, so you'll never score enough to become the Predator, Mike Myers. I think. Yeah, was that Advanced Warfare or Ghosts? They honestly all fly together, but I believe <laughs> it was Advanced Warfare. I'm going to say Advanced Warfare. 
It was What's Righteous Warfighter. I so know it's that. Blocks, it, it is Blops 3 this year, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. It just happens. They just fucking happen. Like, at least... They're not even uh, made by humans anymore. Yeah, they just I don't know. come it's out. Just, just like the weather. It's like, oh, yeah, it's the start of November. Yep, uh-huh. time so, for this. Well, the game itself is one big zombie mode, and I... <laughs> I can't this muster the energy to care about it that much yeah. But I know there are millions that do care about that. Yeah, millions less every year. We yeah. had Frank Underwood last year. That was interesting. Frank, oh, that yeah. was interesting. Yeah. That's true. Never play, it's the first one I've never played. It's only two kinds Ghost. of Call of Duty players. I'm pretty uh, sure you didn't play Ghost. Nobody played I didn't play Ghost, Ghost no. Yeah. no. Yeah, not even I played Ghost and I've played like all of those. Yeah. Just the campaigns. Ghost was, I think, the breaker for a lot of people. It was like, Ghost? Eh, yeah. Eh. I think when people showed that it. they just recreated that one scene entirely, like they've reused all that animation, mm. that really kind of hurt its cred. All right, let's move on. Number two. I'm not a bad guy, but on occasion, I am bad racer. Hey, Sonic. What oh, are you I doing in a this. car? Yeah. I love that oh, line. That's not Hey, John Sonic, <laughs> what are you doing in a car? That's not John C. Riley. That is not. Sure no, is. <laughs> that is... Hang on a second. That Barty is Gumble. Brian T. Delaney <laughs> okay. doing oh, a, an approximation of Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, hey, what I tell you, Snag? Well, yeah, I sound like Leel's dad. It, it does sound like when Barney Gumble was trying to be crusty. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm so crusty, a clown. <laughs> hey, bud. I'm going to break that. Let's roll diarrhea. Or <laughs> let's get Wreck-It. Mm, yeah. God. Uh, so that's, that's I, Sonic yeah. and All Stars Racing Transformed. The sequel is a terrible title. I'm sorry, the, Sonic the and All Stars. Good games though. Yeah, they were. They, no, absolutely. I, those, those head, those names of them turned a lot of people off to them. I think, and, and they, and it just looked like a pretender to Mario Kart when really it was it was its own good thing. Yeah, and it's a, it's a love letter to all Sega's franchises. There's an afterburner and, stage, and, and they had stages Panzer in it that were just stage. like, we're never going to make these games again. But here's a stage. Here's a stage of Jack yeah. Ryan. Here's an afterburner stage. Here's a Shenmue stage. Yeah, like, with the Bonanza mm-hmm. Brothers and one finishing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Bonanza Brothers. It's true that they're not making any more Shenmue games. They sure are. Yeah, they so they, they are kind of yeah. keeping up with Mario Kart in that you have. No way! My car just turned into a boat. And then a plane! He sounds like that mentally challenged Puma Bugs Bunny would battle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Those are my least favorite ones. I hated that guy. Uh, He's one of of the worst. Hey, that's a list. Best Bugs Bunny antagonist from from worst to best. I would say worst is probably the racist portrayal of a young black kid who basically functioned as Elmer Fudd. From all this in Rabbit Stew. It's uh, it's a real, it's it's a shameful episode. It's a tough one. Uh, Thankfully, everybody involved is dead. Yeah. Um. But anyway, Wreck-It Ralph, he was one of many guest characters that that, uh, transformed. Well, they had Banjo. And they had Danica Patrick of NASCAR fame. Jimmy Johnson's anything with an engine. <laughs> and they tried to get Mario, but they couldn't nail him down, unfortunately. Oh, do you remember, but do you remember why the Wreck-It Ralph thing happened? I was there, actually. Mm. But, uh, well, Sega just made a deal with Disney, right? To put well, they, they had a Wreck-It Ralph game. Ah, yes, yeah. At that, that was point, awful. That was, yeah, not, not supposed to be. But it's also, you know, you've heard me on the show, you know I'm obsessed with, with the shitty license games we no longer get anymore. Uh. But that was, A, the last... Uh, Nintendo <laughs> game to get a console. A Nintendo movie to get a console game. Right. So what year was that? Like 2012? Uh, yeah, 2012, I think. Uh, yeah. And and two, uh, there was a news story that I that popped up right when I left. Didn't get to ch- check up on it, but something that uh, Nintendo had s- signed an exclusive deal, content deal with Disney. Yeah. And and, the, and then that 
at because Wreck It Ralph came out only on Wii and 3D and DS. I think yeah. regular yeah. DS at this point, and I was just this is it. This is Nintendo being bought by Disney. If that rumor turns out to be true at all, that it's, I mean makes that's too the first step sense. of how that stuff it happens. Makes too like, much sense. The Muppets teamed up with Disney. Star Wars teamed up with Disney, and they both ended up getting bought. Disney, like, your games don't sell well. What if you don't have to compete with Call of Duty? What yeah. if they come out exclusively on the family system that you own? Uh, you know, the, well, so I was at the reveal of this actually of mm-hmm. Wreck-It Ralph's inclusion ah! because this was one of the only I've gotten to go to two ever film premieres. I actually had turned down two others, unfortunately, that I had to. Mm-hmm. But uh, was Iron the Man. two I went, for, the two <laughs> I went to were were Wreck It Ralph and the the Magnificent Oz. Wow, oh, one of those oh, is definitely better than the other. Powerful. The Great and Powerful Oz. You know, it's not as bad. It's as not. It's I saw it on a plane. Yeah. And loved it. Yeah, uh, it's fine. I went but, to. Uh, you didn't go to Advent Children with us. Nope. That was Manders. before my time. That was in a theater. I would well, yeah. It was Dolby the re-release theater. of it. It was, no, it was the, the it was updated the version. Yeah. yeah, you and I both went to uh, Wreck It Ralph, which was great oh, yeah, to see. Oh yeah, you Wreck It Ralph too. Yeah, yeah Lucas. We, you know, it's where Lucas Arts uh, set up its offices, yeah. and just outside of that theater where we watched it. Yeah, and, I, although we got a little bit ripped off in that the version that we watched did not have the blooper reel at the end. Yeah, we did. I've still never seen that blooper reel actually, but God, the credits on that—that that was so great and. Just the ju- like the reason. Oh, why'd you invite game journalists? Because uh, Sega's here to talk about this thing, yep. and also we've got a mobile app. And blah, blah, blah. I also love that getting on that list uh, got me on like Disney's premiere list. So oh, then man. I like I went to go see Lone Ranger, and I would never have watched it otherwise. Then you had unsubscribed on that <laughs> list. Yeah, I had friends who got to go see Planes, <laughs> Pixar's <laughs> Cars, Planes. Um, <laughs> is that, no, that come from Tyler's room? What was that noise? No, I think it was outside. outside. Okay. Uh, but anyway. It was in your belly. Uh, I mean, Wrecker Ralph is a great film. I can't wait for the sequel that will eventually happen. It was directed by Rich Moore, and I got to interview Rich Moore, who is uh, one of the original Simpsons directors mm-hmm. and worked on it until season four, worked on Futurama, worked on The Critic. He has a so ton of experience. This is a total dad joke, but I have to ask, does he have a Danny DeVito clone that's named Poor Less? <laughs> But um, that's good. Uh, yeah, but that's because the Danny DeVito was in a movie called Twins. <laughs> Look it up, kids. Yeah. Wait the, for the sequel. <laughs> but anyway, the yeah, the they couldn't even afford. They couldn't even afford John C. Riley. No, like, they couldn't. Just and he he does check it out with Doctor Steve Brule on Adult yeah. Swim. <laughs> they offered that's him, out of love of his heart. I think that that's is true. That's that's a passion. Steve Brule is one of the greatest uh, characters of this. Check of this, it out, you dummy! But if they just told century. him like, hey, dingus, look, here's fifty thousand dollars. Just fucking <laughs> record it in an afternoon. <laughs> no, it's, it's not hard. Yeah, it's Jan Drangus Jandelin. Yeah. All right. All right. The great king awakens after thousands of years with true power in his hands. There is no escape. Ah, that's, of course, Ezio Auditore in Soul Mm -hmm. Calibur (laughs) 5. No. That was a nice surprise at that. I was at the Soul Calibur 5 reveal event for Ezio. That was a nice surprise. It was. It was. I was sure it was going to be like fucking Naruto or something. It's appropriate to the setting, unlike... Darth Vader and Yoda, yeah. and uh, Galen Starkiller appearing in, <laughs> yeah. oh my God. in, in Soul Calibur 4. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. But, and that's why I say that was unprecedented, because I don't think Namco and 
uh, Star Wars had worked together at all at that point, and they, it no. was the first like real legit cameo. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, it was um, precedented. Wow. By three. Well, where, I mean, it started no, two. with two. So, it yeah, two, two, where it was each console had an exclusive character. Oh, that's right. Uh, Link, Spawn, mm-hmm. Hachi. ugh. Yeah, but they were yeah. all from different games and such. Yeah. And exclusive, uh, games that were exclusive to that platform. Like, getting the Star Wars characters. So, like, but we then, expected a cameo, but nobody saw that coming. Two yeah. questions. Who got the GameCube version and played exclusively as Link? Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, I actually didn't play as Link all that much, but the GameCube yeah. version was, yeah. of course, what I was going to buy. Although, Soul Calibur 2, on, like... One thing that didn't make it to uh, subsequent versions was that it actually had, like, irregularly shaped arenas. Mm. And that's something that, like, I think only that and Virtual Fighter 3 did. <laughs> and, like, no 3D fighting game since. I'm, I'm sure I'm wrong about this. Oh, yeah, right, Dead or Alive. But, uh, but yeah, they, they got their start with, you know, guest characters, and it mm. kind of... 3 yeah. didn't really have a guest character, I guess. Because it was only on PS2. Yeah, it was only yeah. PS2. And then it had yeah. Solomel as the, the the poster boy, I guess. But Soul Calibur Legends had Lloyd from uh, Tales of Vesperia. Mm. Oh, that's a big selling oh. point. What a get! And there was a Soul Calibur <laughs> PSP game that had Kratos. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's so, true. That's true. So yeah, it just became a thing to have a guest character. It, it became their thing, and I guess you know after two had console exclusive ones, they didn't want they wanted. More system parity. Though actually, wasn't Yoda on one? Yeah. And yeah yes. so my follow up question and the last question is yeah. who got this on PS3 just because it had Vader instead of Yoda? I know I did. I did. I, and didn't I, I, well, I did not want to. Like, I was getting every game that I could this, that was multi platform on Xbox 360. I can see it from here. Because of Chivos. I was at an event and I was given the choice of which game I wanted. Because it came with a hoary stick. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't going to get the stick mm-hmm. for the PS4 Three. Uh, or PS3. And I, I still, it's still sitting over there with fucking Yoda on it, the stick. Yeah. I've never used a bad stick. Like right after that, Capcom See, announced the Mad Cat stick. Yeah, I got the <gasps> Vader one. It was terrible. I think I used it once. I mean, yeah. Both mm-hmm. of the sticks suck. But yeah, who would. I but mean, the, what I thought Yoda's was hilarious. Too small. What I thought was hilarious is that the game came out and the character select screen, they're perfect symmetry, except in the middle. There's in my my 360 game Yoda in a blank space. Yeah. We uh, asked Namco, "Will will the other character ever come to the other platform?" And they said, "No." What about that big empty space next to each Star Wars character? No, we have no plans of it. Of <laughs> cor- of, it was like yeah. two months later DLC. Yeah, but it did take a long time. Yeah, that like was back, I think it was like five bucks. I'm glad these days they don't pretend that that mm-hmm. DLC will be exclusive forever. Mm-hmm. Like ahead of time, Arkham for of Arkham yeah. Knight, the developer said, "You'll get those exclusive. Those store exclusives will be for sale. Please don't buy them on eBay for triple, ten times the price you'll pay in a to. few months." Yeah, they should be open with that. It's bad for the mm-hmm. consumer otherwise. Like, yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it's, I, I thought Vader looked great. I yeah. didn't like hearing non-James Earl Jones, but he that's sounded just pretty good. The, yeah. You underestimate the power of the dark side. Although I think after listening to them both, I sort of like this a little better. You win. My ally is the voice. Whatever. Everybody uh, can do. So those I heard that um, that, that Vader's <laughs> voice was actually. Chad Vader from yeah, the they hired Chad Vader. Vader. Matt Sloan, who I think was Chad Vader, and Tom Kane was Yoda. I don't know who Tom Kane. Let's see they, who can they do really the... did hire Chad Vader for yeah, the voice. They really did. He's yes. pretty much permanent Vader these days. Chad Vader, day shift manager. Yeah, he permanent Vader is a, a great uh, B fifty two. James Earl Jones is not dead, but he is not. Uh, he doesn't do 
very much these days. <laughs> I don't care for this word. But yeah, let's do. Let's see who can do the best Yoda at and this table. Tom, right. Tom King has gone on to do Yoda and a bunch of other. Do the best too. Yoda I can. <laughs> <laughs> my the Force is my ally and a powerful one. You do the better voice, but I have the better. <laughs> wait, Yoda. wait. Here's my Yoda impression. Escape you or not? Whoa. I didn't know he could do lightsaber noises. <laughs> Those are amazing noises you're doing your mouth. I made wow. lightsaber voices yeah. with my mouth. You're like I'm the, that good. You're the Mark uh, Winslow, Michael the, Winslow, Michael Winslow of our Go generation. family and be a home man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> All right, here's mine. Dave. Uh, that wasn't even a good chewy. I'm sorry. I thought it was excellent. Yeah, don't see. <laughs> you took next time we I know, meet, I you took your improv classes. You wouldn't be apologizing. It's, it's like a truck honking. Can I just distance. be? Can I do a chewy impression during every improv class? Yeah, Is that sure. possible? Yeah, do that. <laughs> I I'm chewy in the scene, and then yeah. chewy walks in. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> it's life to, Yeah, this is kind of hard because, like, eh, when you get right down to it, these are all kind of bland. But <laughs> I think Soul Calibur Fours was like one of the first, like, really big instances of this happening, yeah. and it was like a character that was really popular at the time. Or two characters that were really popular yeah. at the time, so everybody just kind of sat up and took notice. No, like it's what defined the Soul yeah. Calibur Four characters that weren't playably represented in like any games at the time. Yeah, it's one of like, those times that makes you go, "Huh, that's cool." What? You kind of have to be a hardcore Soul Calibur fan to name literally anything else about Soul Calibur Four. Baldur's a guy in the Star Wars character. There was a created character mode I remember. Ah, okay, well, I, I actually couldn't think of what number they were on. Can I put Five Yoda's head on ago. Vader's body? No, then I don't care. I wonder what cat. I want, do wonder what Namco. In general, I wonder what Namco's plans are because pretty much they just make anime games. I think they're going to go the yeah. way the Konami. Yeah, they make good money off anime games. I don't think they'll leave sure. consoles. They just put out J Star's Victory last Keep month. Keep going oh. with your licensed Wii exclusive games. They've Keep also it. got Godzilla coming out. Oh, and Ooh. they also published Dark Souls. So ah, yes, yeah. that's where the money is. Yeah. All right, they found something outside themselves. Good so, for see, you, that's Nintendo. That's why they I won't quit like Konami. And so yeah, I think yeah. I think those are a good number one. I guess that's our top five. Anyway, um, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to talk about. Are there any new releases worth talking about? No. We talked about the Predator. We'll find out, so stay tuned. It's me, the raccoon that lives under Chris's porch. And, of course, you can't see me because I'm invisible. Has nothing to do with this being an auditory medium or anything. It's just because of the alien cloaking device. Because I know you guys were talking about Predator a bunch. And I just want to say, I do a bit of predationing myself. You could say I'm a bit predatory in that I pick up woodland creatures that are smaller than myself and eat them. Often head first. You know, I like to really crank in there. Not with rats, though, because I like to preserve the skulls. But, you know, everything else is, is pretty much fair game. So go see my movie, Disgusting Vermin That Lives in Trash, coming soon to a theater near you, I presume. I mean, you know, there's just every so often somebody shows up with a camera, and I say, hey, why are you filming me? And they're like, holy shit, a talking raccoon! And I'm like, no, seriously, why are you filming me? And like, we're shooting a major feature film, and you're the star. I'm like, awesome, where's my trailer? And they're like, it's coming! We ordered it from Amazon. And... 
It hasn't showed up from Amazon yet, but you shouldn't take that as discouragement to shop there. If anything, you should go to lasertimepodcast.com and look at the links down the side of the page. Those are Amazon links. You can go there and buy a thing. It doesn't even have to be the thing you clicked on as long as it's in that session. Just buy something, anything, and we'll get a little cut of whatever you spend, and you spend nothing extra. It's a fantastic system. Maybe not quite as fantastic as the new Patreon that just opened up. And uh, you know what? I've made peace with this. I've made peace with the existence of the Patreon, patreon.com slash lasertime. It's going to put me out of a job eventually. But in the meantime, why not embrace the dark future? If you'd like to support us in ways that don't involve parting with your hard-earned cash and or rat skulls, you can subscribe to us on iTunes. It's real simple. Just go to iTunes in your phone or on your computer, whatever, find Veggie Game Apocalypse, click on subscribe, and you'll automatically get it delivered whenever it goes live, which is sporadic at best. So it's really in your interest because you don't have to continually hit F5, which I'm assuming you're doing. Thank you for the traffic, by the way. But this is really a better system. Also, rate and review us. Five stars only, please. And just... Like, you may be discouraged. Like, you want to give us five stars, but they're like, oh, I have to write in this field. Just write, Video Game Apocalypse is the best show on the internet about video games, period. Not video games, comma, but video games, which are a completely different subset that are wholly owned and trademarked by a disgusting, filthy raccoon that lives under Chris's porch. You don't have to explain who Chris is. Just say, under Chris's porch. Uh, include that part, though. Uh, the What I just said, yeah. All of that. Just... In the review, it's completely non-misleading and helpful. And if that's too much effort, just, you know, take to Twitter or Facebook or a face-to-face confrontation with a total stranger and say, You! You must download Vigigame Apocalypse. And the total stranger will point to themselves and say, Because they're a crazy homeless person, what are you doing? Oh, also, we sell shirts. Some of them have skulls. Go to store.lasertimepodcast.com if you want to spend money on those. In the meantime, there's more show coming, so thanks for listening to me talk and enjoy the rest of the show. And welcome back to the second segment. How's everybody doing? I'm I want to play some video games. Fantastic. I'm not going to lie. It's been, yeah, it's been a I whole week. <laughs> be nice to play Arkham again. Yeah. Well, you know, too bad because nah. you're, you're going to be distracted <laughs> by other Vich games mm-hmm. in... These are the new releases. They are releasing new releases. These are the new releases. Everybody Okay. Uh, not a lot worth talking about. Uh, it's It's a... Very slow month, like well year year, so, year, year. No, 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 no. Because actually. we got this, this is a great year, especially if you're me, because mm-hmm. we've had Witcher three, we've had True. Bloodborne, we've had Batman, we're getting Fallout four, we're getting Metal Gear five, uh, another Assassin's Creed, which Mor- you know if you're Mortal me, Kombat, is great. Mortal Kombat X. Thinking about yes. it in my uh, my adult perception of the year, yes, those, those are a lot of games. This is a better is a better year than the last five, I'd say. Yeah, but we got uh, we got four Arkham, mm-hmm. and it was like somebody just sort of turned off the spigot. Well, the. Fiscal quarter is over, and now it is a boring fiscal quarter. Right? Yeah, and also the promotional wing of all these, uh, what do you call them, conferences, yeah. uh, expos are happening right now. Some people are promoting more than they're releasing. Well, and they sit on things, yeah, and they also are going to sit on most big news until Comic-Con or till the next big. It's just a big, like, you've got E3, Comic-Con, Gamescom, TGS. PAX. PAX, Prime also, like, those five things. When can you have an announcement outside of those? Like, it's hard to, but... And then... Same with, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, same with just sort of new releases. Like, a port a port of Skullgirls is the biggest yes. news of the week. Mm-hmm. Skullgirls Second Encore, which is, I guess, the 
complete port of Skullgirls for PS4. And with all the extras they added, like mm. you know how they they had their pretty novel Indiegogo campaign of just please yeah. give us this and we will release this free DLC for great. everybody. Yes. That was great. Although and, I'm still such a cheap bastard that I'm slightly disappointed this isn't among the PS Plus games that you get free this month. Oh. Give it two I, months. That new PS yeah. Plus. There's a new PS Plus game that looks neat. Uh, um, so <laughs> I saw an article about it on on Kotaku. It's basically Twisted Metal meets soccer. Oh, oh yeah, okay. where you fight with, with you play soccer with cars. Yeah, oh, you basically cool. run your cars into giant balls very Why fast. Stream that instead of Terminator. It was free. I know. I, well, I didn't realize it until like right about like five minutes before we were about to stream it. I, I almost want to be like, Can stop it? the stop the. The Twitch presses and let's play this. I don't don't know that we can be totally impartial about Schoolgirls because we have a connection to it. Do we? And that our friend Christian Nutt uh, apparently wrote the storyline for Big Band. Oh, really? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. It makes me want to play. I've never uh, gotten that DLC. So I'm now considering like... Should I buy a game again that I enjoyed but barely played on 360? <laughs> it's a game uh, I wish I loved more, but I'm just not the t- kind of player, but it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's and, pretty cool they put it out ahead of Evo, mm-hmm. like a week ahead of Evo. Oh, yeah. So, Which I will be missing by a day. Like I, I'm in Las Vegas, but gone a day before Evo starts, which is too bad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there was that, and Predator, and... A uh, new version of the wireless three Xbox One controller that has a better <gasps> headphone port. Or the Elite controller? Uh, no, it's not the Elite controller. Oh. It's just the regular controller has a 3.5 millimeter headphone jack, so you can. But I want to buy fa- proprietary. <laughs> I want to pay $150 for, for, for something that only works in metal one. system. Yeah, yeah I know that uh, yeah, that metal uh, that yeah. Elite version is. I, I don't know. Like I, I played. I, I think I mentioned before. I played the Elite with the Elite version mm-hmm. at E3, and it feels really nice. I do not like the paddles on the back at all, and like I, the guy next to me was talking to one of the demo guys, and like, yeah, I don't like these paddles. I was like, oh, you can take them off. It's like, why am I paying extra for a feature that I'm just going <laughs> to remove? Well, I hey, that's your that's your. It looked there, like they, they worked more for that's car true. games than, come on, let's yeah. Xbox is a... Mm-hmm. Showcase for car games. Also, if I'm paying $150 for a controller, it's going to be like a flight stick and a yoke and something ridiculous. I think that price is insane, but I also look at it as like, no one's going to buy this at that price and it'll drop immediately Mm -hmm. and then I'll take advantage. Yeah. Or it'll be like the PS Vita memory cards Mm -hmm. that stay. Like I I looked up like, wait, what's a 64 gigabyte one going for? Oh, $88. Yes, that's that's a great. And for 100, for 100, you could support, you could import the 128 gig. That's yeah. yeah, I you know, Pace Magazine had this very good article called "The Many Deaths of the Vita," just how it how it all fucked up, like how everything messed up, and how it wanted to. One of the saddest problems of it is they wanted it to be like more mainstream than the yep. PSP, and mm-hmm. yet the only things on it now are weird Japanese games. Yeah, well, not this Although, week. Yeah, yeah, it's getting a few games this week, including Geometry Wars Three: Dimensions Evolve. Okay, it is. That's that's what it is. It is and weird. Ja- Nekoburo Cat's Block. Oh, that there you go. Now, see, those are both <laughs> downloads, right? 
I mm-hmm. believe. Of course. Yeah. Well, Everything's yeah. a down- what, what no, Japanese games that no come with... There's no more retail games for Vita. Come on. There's Japanese games that come with fancy special editions that perverts uh. will pay triple for. <laughs> That's <laughs> what comes out in physical <laughs> That's going to fill the shelf space at Best Buy. Yeah. Well, no. But I mean, they'll buy it through Amazon. No, actually, no. The shelf space at Best Buy is still taken up by 100 copies of Army of Hell that they Oh, fucking wipe out for Wii. And don't forget Jesus. Viva La Bam on UMD. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they all still inexplicably sell for $40. <laughs> the, the Vita fought tooth and ma- nail to maintain the old way of selling console games. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't believe they fought that hard when they were... It's such a cool fucking system. It's a great piece of It belongs in the modern age, and it's, it has so many things dragging it down. It's a great piece of tech, and it comes with, like... And it... it it is a great accessory for your PS4. Yeah. If you have PS Plus, you just have a dozen free games mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. And every and there's a lot of indie games that I'd prefer to play on my PS Vita than on my TV, like Spelunky and uh, Binding of Isaac and Ali Ali. I like playing those more on my on my Vita. Same with the PS1 games that you can play on the Vita. I prefer those too to playing it on the TV. I know we talked about this a million years ago, but that soccer game with uh, like twisted metal like cars is called Rocket League. Mm. Also out on PS4 this week is a uh, bullfighting game. What, Toro. Michael? That's right, oh, Toro. Yes. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right, Michael. That's your this. heritage, Michael. I expect to review on my desk by morning. I'm actually curious because uh, how how do you turn that into a game like, and in in one that Peter will like? Yeah. On PS Vita, of course. Remember, like, when I was a kid, I was always excited about the prospect. I'm like, oh, we're in Spain. Let's go see a bullfight. Eh, we shouldn't go see a bullfight. And finally, my mom is just like, seeing a bullfight is really sad. Because yeah. you're watching this this huge, powerful animal comes out, and its strength is just gradually whittled away mm. until the matador comes out. And it's really almost an act of mercy to kill it mm-hmm. at that point. Because you've just been stabbing it for, like... A long time, yeah. Yeah. and it's, it's like just running around with blades in its back. Yeah, just, like it's yeah. been several stages of uh, blade sticking to wear it down, mm-hmm. and True. then like a young guy comes out in really tight pants and rams a sword through its face. Jesus, the, nice. the saddest uh, stage is when the bull is lying on its couch uh, on, mm-hmm. under a blanket and watching Netflix, and its friends are inviting it out th- yeah. for the night, and it's like <laughs> I still want. <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> You guys have fun with that. Piper selling Does panties. your bull have seasonal so. depression? <laughs> I think that is it this week, except for some weird PC stuff. I think that's yeah, who cares? It. I mean, Geo Wars Three is really good. I think it got underrated by a lot of people. That it was... it, yeah, I don't think it was as good as the first two, but it's still really good. Like, also, if you live in Europe, uh, Wednesday you got uh, last week's Hyperdimension Neptunia game. Okay. So, oh, congratulations! Right. Rebirth V Generation. You no, got sorry, a Rebirth lot of Three V Generation. <laughs> yes, re colon or re semicolon yep. birth three colon V Generation. That, yep, that's not a, a colon, yeah. a semicolon. Please don't send me any messages that your butt hurt that we make fun of. <laughs> uh, Hyperdimension Neptune. That's only coming out that? a week later. And, I, someone yeah. always does it who thinks that we can't make fun of this incredibly See, ridiculous I, thing. I give that series more completely uninformed shit than I think anybody else on the, in this group, and I haven't heard anything. Yeah. We were one of the first player. I, I remember the first game that came out in the U.S. It was impressive of like, mm. oh, this is an interesting like meta comment on video games. Yeah. I remember me, Carolyn, and, and... In a press release, mm. however, in execution, <laughs> yeah, it's boring it's, as it's all It's impressive fuck. until you play it. Well, it's and very then, boring, like, and then there's occasional yeah. just fetish scenes. But And then... 
And then uh, the guys who made it, uh, they decided to start. They realized they had a hit in the West, a hit in the West, and like and it was a hit in Japan too. So they just have been milking it to death. Like it's it's it's, it's gone excessive. crazy. It's, it's the army men of this generation for people. It oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Battlevent. Battle Fantasia Revised Edition. Thank God you mentioned PC. it. Mm. Thank God. Uh, well, this is the one where Mickey summons waterfalls. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. There is a new Disneyland with... magical adventure coming what? out in Japan for what? 3DS. Oh, that game is terrible. <laughs> it really but it's is. Animal Crossing with the Disney yes, people. Con- confined uh-huh. to one park. Mm. For a split second, I thought you said Hannibal Crossing. And it's like that would no. be so awesome. Hannibal's canceled. Give yeah, up on it. Either the NBC series or the the elephants. Well, that that's it's kind of sad because like I, oh they're talking about the streaming service will pick it up like Amazon and Netflix both passed. Ooh, like what's left? Uh, well, crackle. Thailand and said it. It came to a fitting conclusion. So. Yeah. It's, it's so special. I don't I mean, need it's, more of it. It's still running, though. I think yeah. they're finishing out the season. Oh, I, it's just not, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I, it's very good, and I think that I thought that maybe it was the creators that they have some, a good finale coming up. Everybody's ready to move on, and maybe that show didn't, couldn't sustain four seasons. It's excellent, yeah. though. Well, what I what I've heard is that like the the reasons that we like it so much are the reasons why it failed. Yes. Because it got really weird and it dropped its stupid monster of the week conceit mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fucking yeah. ham and eggers in the flyover states well, didn't dig that. <laughs> decided to watch dancing contests and said, who gives a shit? And eggers. Oh, wow, I forgot. Uh, okay, here's one other thing I forgot about that. Uh, it's Yagatarasu Attack on Cataclysm. It, Cataclysm. Uh, it is a, it's from a trio of ex-King of Fighters developers, mm-hmm. so it is a classic 2D sprite fighter game that has been, like... Rumored, or I, I remember seeing it at, at the only PAX Prime I attended in 2012. And it's out? And it is now out on PC. Yagatarasu. Y- no, sorry. Yatagarasu. It's got one of those names that's going to break through the mainstream, so I it's wish probably it was best. Yatagaras. Uh, yeah, it could be Yatagaras. Yatagaras. Uh, yeah. But that's it. Uh, let's get in the news. It's pronounced haha weebs. What's <laughs> 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 that? Which I because I love the way the King of Fighter series looks. I love watching it. Uh, yeah. Always have, and it's like Skullgirls. Like I'll never be good at this. I'm not going to practice. There's nothing I can do with this. Mm-hmm. Bring it out a little less regularly. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk. I used to think I really loved fighting games, and then like in the last five Dude. or so years, it's like all this talk about like frame counts and you know, oh, you, you have to chain this move into this move. It's like I. I just, I just want to do fireballs. The, the internet ruined the playing field. If you weren't yes. willing to research as much, then you couldn't really play anymore. There was always one friend who got too good and like, well, this isn't fun anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I went like between 2000 and 2010, like I went from being an expert on fighting games to being the guy who's like, well, I guess they can review this fighting game, but I'm not re- I don't really know much about them, so like you, you probably want someone more technical. How many have you played? Uh, about 40, but like Yeah. yeah like, but no, I don't uh, know anything about them. Roughly all of anymore. them are Hard, <laughs> yeah. uh, all the Blaze Blue games which are all basically the same. Uh, and then Guilty Gear and, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did meet up with my buddy Spiculi. But am I really good at them? No. <laughs> the fighting game dude uh, and I and we went to this place where oh man, I found the Battletoads arcade game. Have never seen it in the wild. One of the things I'd never seen before that I just wanted to shout to you guys: play choice machines. I think yeah. I want to buy a play choice machine at one oh, point. Nice. But he, but he had a he had a, a super play choice, which I've never ever seen. So that it has, huh? With Super Nintendo. Games? Yeah, it has a raised Super Nintendo controller Whoa. that's really large and clunky. Yeah. Uh, but you like you kind of hold it in your hands like a flight stick. 
Uh, but it doesn't leave the console, obviously. Oh, I just, I'd just i never seen that before. What was on it? Um, I played Super Mario World on it. Okay, because yeah, yeah. there was one at my local comic book shop. Yeah. Super Mario World, Super Tennis. I forget what else. Powerhouse Comics There's only like three games, and, like, and I was like, I can just swap in all my NES games into this. And like, no, they, they actually came on like these giant yeah. boards, these huge... What was the deal with those? Like, 25 cents would buy you like 10 minutes? Yeah. Or yeah, like a, a you could oh, you'd only get like three three um, three innings in RBI Baseball, I remember, and play mm-hmm. Twisted. 25 cents to basically pay for a commercial. Yeah, it's, it's, a little, I, it's a demo. I played that, yeah. I remember playing that thing at that comic book store and being like, all right, I want a Super Nintendo. Yeah. I played a regular Play Choice 10 often when my family would go to Applebee's. I'd be so Bowling excited, alley. like, let's go to Applebee's. It, 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 it almost killed arcades for me because it's like, here's these new arcade games, and here's a game filled with games you want to play yeah. and you're looking forward to buying, and that's the one I'd rather play. We were an Applebee's family. Did Ugh. you guys go to which, out of all the chain restaurants, what was your family? How many of them? Which one had the Bloomin' Onion? That's all, the I'll answer bet. is all of them. Yeah. Well, um, but not specifically. Like, Tony t- Roma's had the Onion Loaf, which is different from an onion. That's right. There's many <laughs> ways to deep fry an onion, but yes. only it takes nuance to charge $10 for it. Some of my favorite memories of playing with an arcade machine are on a Play Choice 10 that had Versus the Goonies. Yeah. Whoa. Just the... the Konami's The Goonies mm-hmm. for NES that never came out in the U.S. <laughs> it had the Versus version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So even way before Final Fantasy 14 Versus or 13 yes. Versus. <laughs> I don't know why it was versus. called Versus The Goonies other than that it was on one of those play choice Versus machines yeah, where like it had sure two it. screens and so like players could play two player uh, games. Who can win a fight? Mikey or Sloth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sloth would win in pretty much any fight. Oh, yeah. Mikey's got the brains. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the retainer. He's got the uh, asthma thing. The, yeah, but the Sloth has the looks. Yeah. <laughs> right, you know. He's so, Superman. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Astin grew up to look like me. <laughs> <laughs> well, news, perhaps, then. <laughs> I haven't slept a lot, and everything is making me laugh a lot today. I'm, I would apologize, but stop no, being I funny. What well, about Mal versus Data? <laughs> uh, I fucking hate the Goonies. Man. Data would probably win. No, no, Mal would win. Uh, well, I think the biggest news to me came today, which was the Sega's weird apology. So... The, I just clicked on that before I left my room. So, yeah, the, this was in a Japanese interview that was translated by Silicon Era. Uh, but with Famitsu, the boss of Sega, Hajime Satomi, he said that uh, had, he felt the quote is partially betrayed the fans in the la- in recent years. Partially? In the past 10 years or so. <laughs> so, like, here's the big quote here. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Sega in the 90s was known for its brand, but after that, we've lost trust, and we were left with nothing but reputation. For this reason, we'd like to win back the customer's trust and become a brand again. And they also said that they were learning from Atlas. Yes. They said, as far as the Western market goes, we learned a lot from Atlas. If we can make a title with proper quality, I believe there's a good chance for it to do well, even in the West, for players that like to play Japanese games. I've heard from, let's even say internally, from Japanese companies who are struggling to adapt and how Mm -hmm. things can't, it can't do this, we can't do this, and you can always say, 
Atlas. Yeah. Atlas yeah. is Atlas is not only still doing it, it's doing better. It's doing better than you. It's doing better mm-hmm. than Western games. This can still exist. You're just not trying. I can't believe that a, a no, CEO, sorry. sorry, that a CEO at Sega actually said that out loud and that he realized it. Like if we make a game that is good, people <laughs> will buy the game because it is good. Their their overheads are too high. They don't function like old studios. There's a lot of people there who mm. don't do anything, who are still paid a giant salary. And if you can restructure those companies, you can get creativity back with the IP that you like. But I honestly, I was surprised to hear this just because I thought Sega was going the way of Konami, which was the mm. same deal of like they shut down their San Francisco office. They don't publish pretty much anything in America except Sonic games, which yeah. people hated the last ones. Well, in Total War. And okay, and PC games. They do PC mm-hmm. games in Sonic. In Japan, they have a few. There are a few big series there: Hatsune Miku, Yakuza, and then everything else is mobile. And they keep shrinking more Not and more. Everything else, but they like Most big companies like that else. have mobile and like actual arcade units, which still. Well, work they have over the there. arcade machines. Yeah. Well, they have them arcade places. We've been in those in Tokyo, yeah. the Sega arcades. Then they're real impressive, but. Yeah. Yeah, it's just that Sega is not where it used to be in any way, shape, have, or they form. They have not innovated in this, the landscape of consumer games. Yeah, and the, I mean, the best stuff years. they've done lately has been the 3D remakes on the Sega on uh, 3DS. The which, suggest, sale. which suggest hmm. a love and care that they, that's still in that company Somebody somewhere. that works there is like, Afterburner is good, guys. It's still Wasn't there. this cool? We Remember? Can do this, they can do this again. Yeah. Uh, it may not be able to be as high profile it was as, even 2006, but I, I look forward to the resurrection of those companies. And they think that they've got something going on with... Um, I think they, they think they've got something going on at TGS. They're going to reveal a big game at TGS that will like give them back to quality, mm. that they think. And, and if it's fucking Yakuza 7 or something, then that better not be... <laughs> Well, you hate not Yakuza? Yakuza? Isn't Yakuza but 5 supposed to come out over yeah, here It is point? on the okay. PS3, so get ready to turn that on, guys. Nope. Turn back on your PS3 to play that. But Hey, I, look, I have optimi- I have some optimism mm-hmm. to release a PS4 version because they've done that with every PS3 game. Uh, yeah, when they True. Uh, the PlayStation blog had a story for Yakuza 5 saying like, uh, oh, it mentioned the, the, PS4, it, didn't it? It was a typo. It was a, I thought it was, but a typo. I don't know if it was really such a an typo. easy typo to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. A, it is. It's it make, is the but. number right next to it. But I always figured they were just putting out Yakuza Five here because they're also going to put out Yakuza Zero Zero a year later, and this would just remind people of it. But and, uh, anyone who who like kickstarted Shenmue, give Yakuza a chance. Yakuza Three or Four yeah. or Five, not Any Dead Souls. Yeah, yeah, not that one. But yeah, the, if you like Shenmue then uh, or Mew, Shenmue, yeah. then yeah, Yakuza is the same deal except it's realer Japan. Yeah. And if you ever been to Tokyo, it's amazing. Like yeah. just to walk around and be like, oh yeah, I've been here. I've and been you play as cool people and not a deaf mute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also in Sony news, Journey is coming to PS4 in two weeks. <gasps> so oh. I look forward to that. Oh, two weeks. Yeah, I look forward to playing weeks. that once and never playing it again. Yeah. Eh, you know, it's a good ninety minutes for I when love you play. That. that game's great. Yeah, and that uh, oh, that Sega thing just like bleh, I can't believe yeah, it. Well, remember the last time that they apologized after the Saturn, and they were like, "Oh no, no, we'll win back your confidence with the Dreamcast." Don't which we'll pull the wrong. plug on in a year. I don't believe them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe them, but they're still stockholders in the line, and like somebody will have to say, "Like, hey guys, where are the games at? Mm-hmm. How are you? How are you a multinational company if you mm-hmm. can?" produce games yeah. in another country yeah it's yeah why can't you sell in america other mm-hmm. people are doing this don't, and don't blame america because a lot of people like your games i bet we there's they, you sell more shirts with your old characters on it than games here <laughs> i bet too yeah mm-hmm. uh oh also at minecon they showed the first trailer for minecraft story mode 
Anybody oh, else yeah. watch that? Yeah. Patton Oswalt is the main character. Is he really? I swear yeah. it. Yeah. Oh my god. They See, just... that's enough to make me interested in something that looks absolutely horrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it looked cool, and then I saw the quote like the story mode looks to be like a mix between Goonies and Ghostbusters, and I didn't read the article, but I just like I know the PR guy. Yeah, I, he loves Goonies. I bet I can see I can see him mm-hmm. saying that. Was that just, Sean Norton? No, 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 it's, no it's, it's Joe. Joe. But it, like he, he's legit in his love for that stuff, yeah. and mm-hmm. if he's working on the game, I'm sure there is a little bit of inspiration there, and that makes me excited. There's just one like I, I don't know. I I I've got such a complicated attitude toward Minecraft mm-hmm. that like I love the game, but the fact that like its target audience is very much kids mm-hmm. and YouTubers. <laughs> like, and kids who love YouTubers has kind of yeah. soured me on it a bit. I don't let it sour. It, it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then like watching Minecraft Story Mode, it's like this seems very geared toward kids. And then there's like one quote in particular that drove that home, where like there's this garden, it's like a bunch of flames and people running around. He's like, everybody's running except for you. Like, <laughs> oh, because you're the brave heroes who stand to fight the evil, whatever. Eh, you know, Telltale yeah. making a kitty game, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay I fine. think Minecraft reaches far beyond children. Yeah. I was sucked yeah. in for a couple of days. No, yeah. it does. I I spent an entire vacation just building an elaborate monorail for some reason on the 360 <laughs> version. By the way, I love, uh, I saw this adorable picture of the perfect cosplay for a baby if you're at a, if you're at a gaming convention or, okay, so the baby cosplay was of a Magikarp. So, Magikarp from Pokemon who only flops around on the ground. So, he just sits his baby down and the baby doesn't know what it's doing but it's just like grabbing <laughs> yeah. around its stuff and, and like, flopping Magikarp, around. Magikarp, like, do a splash attack. And yeah, the baby is just slapping its hands on the ground and it's <laughs> so adorable. It's so cute. It did massive brain damage. <laughs> you know what the better um, cosplay is? Mm-hmm. Uh, being at home with a babysitter away from noise. <laughs> Fine, yes. I would think your baby cosplay, it's like a Yoshi's Island thing waiting to happen. You dress mm-hmm. up as Yoshi and put your baby on your back. That's Actually, pretty good, too. Also, uh, Concept had two big announcements this what? week. Yeah. Uh, first, yeah. Red Ash. It's like, we're working on another Mega Man's-ish-esque game. That Kickstarter's not doing as great as Matt yeah. Mighty Number no. 9 did. No, well, I think, I think people are annoyed. Because mm. the I, like the attitude I saw from some people on Twitter was like, why are you doing this when you haven't finished the first game? Yeah, fini- can you ship this like, first? It's, like, it's so close to shipping. Why don't you finish it and yeah. then then we'll 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 talk after we've seen what you can do? Yeah. Because Yaiba was fucking atrocious. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's like asking people to Took donate suck, to your Patreon right? when you haven't delivered their coins yet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, so yeah, and they're four days into it, and they're only at three hundred thousand dollars. I think perhaps they also underestimated how the excitement level for a new Mega Man Legends maybe not at the same level as a new Mega Man. What's what's the goal though? Eight hundred thousand, which is a total lie. Like, there's no way they can make a a Mega Man Legends ish game for eight hundred thousand. Eight hundred thousand that they need to prove. When did they do the Kickstarter for Mighty Number Nine? Uh, What they asked for? Yeah, I think it was a million. No, no, but when did they do it? Oh, when did they do Mm -hmm. it? Two years ago. Two years ago. Hmm. So just do some light math. Mm-hmm. And what they got, what they were asking for, two years ago, and then split that up. Let's say they have twelve members of their company. They don't. <laughs> they have more than that. Now they divide that into a salary that's livable, mm-hmm. and it doesn't work. Well, I mean, one thing that we've learned about these video game kickstarters is, it's like, we're, you're not actually mm-hmm. entirely funding the development of the game. 
you're basically providing pre-orders yeah. to convince investors mm-hmm. that this is something worth putting their money into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as an outsider, like, I like Inafune, but yeah, the games he shipped post-Capcom have not been great. Like, Soul Sacrifice is okay. And, fine for and to be a fair, ma- Monster Hunter clone. Mighty yeah. Number no. 9 was playable at E3, yeah. although I kind of looked at it and thought, like, eh. I mean, I can, it's pretty I much for that one. It's pretty much done. Yeah, yeah. sure. But I mean, I—I I mean, I paid for it. I'm going to have me a copy. Yeah. I'm going to play exactly. it. But so you can't trust my opinion they, they on it. They sent out the things that said, uh, "Which platform do you want this on?" Like, yeah. Oh, if I pick PS4, I also get it on PS3 and Vita. Yes, mm. please. Yeah, I think I'm one of the many people who originally was like, "Oh yeah, this is for Nintendo consoles. I'm not playing Mega Man anywhere but Nintendo." And then when this came, it was <laughs> like. Yeah, I want cross by, duh, of course. <laughs> I I want to play this on my Vita and PS4. Uh, yes, yeah. obviously. Well, I'm not supporting Red Ash because it's uh, conflicting with my baboon simulator, Red Ass. <laughs> oh! And uh, studio, <laughs> but they also want to make it an anime as and, well. And a live action film. Yeah. I think you should calm down. I think uh, yeah. he's making too many plans. I think you're right. Too many yeah. checks your butt can cash. Your game hasn't shipped. Mm-hmm. Um,. Maybe let's, a let's lot of see the, the pudding so we can see if the proof is in there first. <laughs> so we can test the proof in that mm-hmm. thing. Pudding. Yeah, yeah maybe pudding. maybe you should service the pudding before we order whatever yeah. meal comes after pudding. Maybe yeah. let us review this pudding on Yelp. And uh, <laughs> I've lost track of where this smells. Uh, and I think the last thing that I knew as news was uh, there seemed to be a leak of a new Superman game from... Uh, Warner Montreal, the Arkham Origins Ooh. developers. Ooh. That uh, you can see the picture here. This is what leaked out. It's just well, there, a, there uh, seem to be a bunch of Superman references for in, Superman. Uh, in Arkham Knight. Mm. So yeah. it'll be just yeah, pretty good instead of oh god, this is awful. No, yeah, I, well, I think that's the best you can hope for, Whatever, Superman. Batman but didn't have a lot of great games either until somebody well, approached no, it. Well, okay, right I want to tell you guys something about this image though. So it's the new Fifty Two skin on Superman. So it's a changed skin. It's giving you a rundown of who Superman is. I do not believe this is a Superman game. Mm. I believe Arkham Origins devs are making Injustice 2. That's my prediction here. I'm going to oh, say really? it right here. The Nether Realms didn't want to do the sequel, and they handed it off to, to really? Arkham Origins guys. That's interesting. That's my prediction. It's another Hank prediction. Year, two years from now, <laughs> give a listen. Remember me that I said this when I'm dead and gone. Remember I said <laughs> <it>. Remember <laughs> Uh, I think that's all the news. You guys know of any other news? Uh, there's the Xbox game. It's a big, oh, yeah, the ultimate Xbox game sale. Yeah. yeah, everything that tell- Telltale's made that's on Xbox One is on sale. So some really? good stuff there. Games. Uh, like, or in the Blind like Forest for the first time on sale. But it's like fourteen bucks. How much was still, it originally? Still, how much is it? If you if you bring your if your sale prices bring you close to Steam's regular prices, I want to cheap it. <laughs> well, it was it was on sale for like. 14 on Steam mm-hmm. during the, the summer sale, mm. which was very disappointing, yeah. by the way. I just want to say that there was not a lot in that summer sale that no. I wanted to jump at. The Steam I summer sale is lacking. I take... Yeah. No, you should GTA take... GTA 5. Oh, what a deal. The, I can dumb. get it for 60 bucks. But free but cash, they, Michael. Yeah, free cash in the online oh, mode yeah. that I'm not going to play. That's also in the Xbox game sale. GTA 5, but with your extra GTA 5 bucks. And it's not on Steam or... PC, so you don't get but, all you know. Cool it's almost modes. like it's. I, I want GTA Five on my next gen platform so Holy bad. Holy shit! Dragon Age Inquisition Deluxe Edition for thirty five bucks, fifty mm-hmm. percent off. That's pretty good. It's it's not terrible, but it's just not. I think you probably you could probably get even. 
Yeah. You get more of a discount, too, I think, if you have the EA maybe, access thing, too. Maybe it's our age. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's... When I look at Steam sale, like, Steam Summer Sale doesn't excite me because I've spent the last three years buying everything in Steam well, sales. Yes, yeah, and also and so, because, <laughs> like, the previous Steam sales have been ca- uh, characterized by, like, here's, like, a hundred games... Mm-hmm. And like a lot of them normally sell for like thirty to forty bucks. You can buy them for five bucks. Yeah. And then like, I, yes, I will spend hundreds of dollars to buy cheap ass discounted I games. I think you bought them all already. Though. Well, but even the discounts this time around, like even the games I mm. had, it's just like, oh, I can get a sixty dollar game for forty dollars. That's uh, yeah, a lot less exciting. Yeah, like Mortal was, Kombat's in the in the sale for about that amount. Yeah, I was like, waiting eh. for the Outer Spacey Civ game. What was the name of that from last year? The Outer the, Space Civ. Beyond Earth. I yeah, think. yeah, I was waiting for that to go on sale. Like, and when it did, it was still twenty. I just thought, if I wait six months, you'll be ten. I know it. And mm-hmm. the, the weird thing is about Steam sales. What I've noticed is, uh, when all those games go on like drastic sales to one to five dollars, I'll be like, the other day, I'm like, oh fuck, I want to get the Fallout Ultimate Edition, Fallout Three Ultimate Edition, and it's like thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. Yeah, it's crazy. Fallout Three. The game's like six years old. Yeah, at least that. And like, but you should oh, be paying me to I mean, play. You are no, getting, but it's, if but it's you're sort getting of like, all the DLC. That's a but if you think deal. about it from the perspective of the publishers, like this goes on sale like every three weeks. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. why? Why shouldn't it just stick here the whole time at this higher price when yeah. almost no one's gonna buy it for, except for you? If you pre-order Fallout yes, Four, you'll get a you'll get an bone? Xbox 360 version of Fallout Three. That's we'll free download compatible. Yeah. Mm, yeah. We'll be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Back compat. Back compat. They need to they need to open up them floodgates. Oh right? yeah, there, there yeah. was one or two developers that were like, we're really earnestly trying to get our game backwards compatible. Yeah. Uh, ba- Burnout so Paradise. Was somebody, fine. if you have an Xbox preview account, send us invites. Oh yeah. Hey yeah. It works like Google. Uh, like Gmail did back when it started, it where does. you just got to get an invite and then you give an invite yeah. to somebody what the else. Fuck? And Why did I know that? I know. Hit us up on Twitter. We'll give you our gamer. There might be like NDA stuff though. I think we can't talk about it. Like if we got it, like Fight so, Club. Mm. Much Nobody... like Fight Club. Yeah. Uh, they anyway. beat you up. Phil Spencer beats you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Comes to your house and beats you. Uh, let's move on to the community segment. Last week's question. Oh, of I thought the week. Was, I forgot. There's no theme song for that. This is the community it. segment. It is segmenting the community. No, I wanted to get the really fast one from the last episode of Community. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got the reads. Not you know, if there's an upside to that show being over, it's that eventually you guys will stop bringing it up. Every no, it's time a good show. It's not segment. officially over Six yet. Six years in the movie, Michael. Yeah, they haven't officially ended it yet. Yeah. We'll find out at Comic Con because um, Harmontown will be there. Last week's question of the week, very simple. What's your favorite game of 2014 so far? Chris, I know what yours is, and it's the one that was excluded from the top five because you weren't here to talk it up. What, Bloodborne? You better talk about Bloodborne. Of course, that was number one, but oh, your yeah. other favorite game. Oh, Monster Hunter 4 barely counts. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's great, but it's still mm. like, it's a, it's a upgraded version of like a game from two years ago. Yeah, well, yeah, 510 Brother Panda said he sunk like hundreds of hours into it. Me too, brother, but it sure. doesn't make it the best game of this year. It's still mm. not that impressive. I played it like I've I played put that many hours into it two years ago. It's no, you know, 3DS Street Pass games or anything. Exactly. Oh my <laughs> god, the Street Pass <laughs> games too good. Oh man. So anyway, uh, Baka is dumb. One uh, was the first to answer in the forums, so he gets read first. It says, "I want to start by apologizing for making you talk about a game you've never heard of and will actively mock." Oh, we'll see. 
My favorite game of the year, all things considered, I bought very few games, was probably The Fruits of Grisaia. You're right, I haven't heard of that. A visual novel released on Steam. Mm. Remember how you guys were really into Danganronpa a year ago? Yep. Was, was it a year already? It was a whole year. No. Over a year, actually. When I had Bob Mackey on to talk about it? Well, well when I discovered okay, it. Okay, when you discovered yeah. it, probably it less than a year ago. You were you were LTTP, bro. Oh, late party. to the party. Oh, yes, thank you. You were linked to the past, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Zelda Late to the Party, my favorite game. <laughs> uh, so this is another uh, visual novel, but it is definitely more tragedy porn than mystery. Ah, uh, such a cute kitty. Be ashamed if something happened to it. Don't worry, we just got stranded in the mountains without cell phone access or any way of reaching the outside world. It turned out really well for that soccer team in the Andes, Oof. right? Look, I know you guys will never play this, All right. but damn it, it was either this or Freedom Wars, and that game is a major slog at the end. Boy, people love that Freedom Wars, yeah. too, but I mean... What the, the hell is Freedom Wars? Uh, Before Bush started. It's, oh, yes. <laughs> it's, another, it's another Vita game nobody plays unless oh, they love okay. Japan, but, uh, and I would think Baka is Dumb really loves Japan, I much guess. like me, but... Well, his name is Baka is Dumb. That, that's what I was... Yeah. But that thing that that thing about the cute kitty like that that absolutely makes me not want to play it. I do not want to watch a game. Now that you've told me a cat is in danger in a in in misery porn, tragedy porn, like yeah, I'm not gonna play that. I'm just not, man. Uh, I'll read the next one. I'd really like for there to be a concept album called A Cat is in Danger in Misery Porn. <laughs> uh, Tranquil Bez 22 wrote. My game of the year so far is Battlefield Hardline. Whoa. Weird. Really? Uh, the game was a that god... Was last year, wasn't it? No, Hardline was March. It got delayed it till March. Oh, you're yeah. right, yeah. Okay. And everyone just forgot about it because uh, the story of... Uh, the story, the story of cops, maybe not so fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, my, my game of the year so far is Battlefield Hardline. The game was a godsend for me because I'm sick of military shooters, and the swap to cops and crooks was a welcome change of scenery. I like the cop show elements of the single-player mode, and I have had zero issues with the online shit. I did like Battlefield Hardline, actually. Mm. That was fun. I wish those guys were making something else instead of just a Battlefield game, but... Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and also now Steve Patusi, uh, whatever, the dude who was the boss Papuses. of Papusas, he's left the company. So, yeah, he's yeah. not he's not Has with he? he's not with this role anymore. That was his company. Yep. Yeah. So he's uh, let me I'm going to double check this, but uh, somebody else read while I double check. This. Uh, King Poobar says as somebody who has never played a Dark Souls game, I fucking loved Bloodborne. Yes. I started off hating the game because I sucked at it and the blood starved beast is a cheap fuck. But after that. Piece of shit, boss. Man, this guy swears a lot. It start. I started to like it, and ended up pushing myself to get the platinum trophy. It was one of the most satisfying moments I had ever had in a game, and cemented Bloodborne as not just my favorite game of 2015 so far, but one of my favorite games ever. I still have no <laughs> fucking idea what the story is about, yeah. though. I think that and Batman are mm-hmm. like the two games this year mm-hmm. where, when I think of it, my first mental image is just. Yeah, like slapping the my inner elbow like a junkie about to receive an injection. But yeah, he left in he left in April. Steve Come on, man, Papucci. I'll suck your butt. <laughs> yeah, no, no fucking offense to uh, how much you swear. Keep so when he right. when yeah, yeah when he not, this isn't the podcast yeah. to complain about that. Mm-hmm. Fuck Some, you, Dave. Yeah, I, I'm seeing EGM now says fuck he you was, in the shit. <laughs> Wait, Hanks, can you still say fuck? Fuck. Nice. I, I saw that. Come on now. Uh, I. <laughs> Why now? I saw that he um, 
like he left. He uh, there's some people saying he was like fired for it, or that the, for the, it was he had to fall on the sword of Battlefield Hardline yeah. that it was not as successful. It wasn't even a bad game. Yeah, well, I think good. he was. I believe our old pal Butlers told me he used to be in a um, punk band. Yes, he a was. long time ago. What the what was it? The Hippos? No I, use for a name. Ah, That's yes. what he was. Really? Wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. He was a no use for a name. That's why I remember Butters was I've telling me them. he loved it. He, he always felt weird interviewing him because Butters loved no use for a name. And then to. Wow. Nobody, loves, nobody loves the hippos. <laughs> that, that he, yeah, that he just went so corporate. Yeah, it was the worst Animaniac sketch. The, uh, I remember not seeing. Good band, I'm but. sure I saw the hippo. Yeah, he was bass from 87 to 89. Or no, wait, no. They're 90, 93, 95. When did he leave the band? Okay, he left the band in '95. All right, yeah. <laughs> Leche con carne was there. Was the last album he was on with them? You all remember that? Uh, Milk cr- with meat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have the list. Um, I email it to you. Rod the master says my favorite game of the year thus far is Axiom Verge, the mm. indie Metroidvania game developed by the one guy in his free time. Said in an 80s predicted version of the future, Axiom Verge is filled with, like, dirty and sci-fi goodness I love from films like Aliens. The art style is reminiscent of the works of H.R. Giger and Ralph Bakshi. The soundtrack is right at home with Super NES classics. Super NES, SNES, who cares? SNES! I say SNES. <laughs> yep. And the plot is a fun, complex mess of otherworldly sci-fi and Mesopotamian myth. And there's a glitch gun. I love the glitch gun. That wasn't that was sort of a contender for game mm-hmm. of the year so far, wasn't it? It was. Some but none of us had enough experience. Yeah. It was. Well, well I, it's not even it, everybody's favorite Metroidvania. Yeah, it didn't oh. suck me in like Ori. Did. No, it didn't mm-hmm. suck me in either. But uh, I appreciated it the same thing for the same reasons he did. I just I don't know. We streamed it. Are you sad because it was our lowest viewed stream of the year? A little bit. Uh, that and whoa, Dave. Cory. Oh. Also, just, I, before we move on from Axiom Verge, I also want to bring up. Uh, weirdly enough, I did a preview for IGN on Soul Axiom, which is like a Steam Early Access ah. game, and they like added a bunch of content. And then, like, I-, I looked at the comments for it, and it was all like every single one was just somebody's like, "I thought this was Axiom <laughs> Verge, so I clicked on it. I feel cheated. This game sucks. <laughs> stop, stop writing about Early Access shit. I can't read. <laughs> Fuck you." <laughs> this comment has taken way longer than it would have taken for me to just back away from the page. <laughs> Uh, Corey Noob says, Pillars of I Eternity. I Corey Noob. All right, sorry. <laughs> Pillars of Eternity has been my favorite game of the year so far. I That's can commission one. an army of bears to do my bidding, or I can go uh, go at solo and mind whip wielding cypher. Um, with a mind whip. Uh, great modern touches on a classic genre and a cool new world to explore with a unique story. Looking forward to what Obsidian does with it going forward. This is one of those games that like, I have no idea. I, I've read about it, the phenomenon that it is. I don't mm. know it. Anything else about it? Uh, that was their kickstarted game, right? Yeah. Tyler brought up that they're like uh, someone, ta- someone Livingston. I forget the guy. The Chris, Chris Livingston. Livingston. Yes, he I, played I, six bears. I love the. Yeah, I read just read that article the other day, and I really liked it. Uh, I'll take the next mm. one. Well, well, so we can keep going this way. All right. H. Right? Uh, L. says the dialogue may be cheesy as hell, but there's something so incredibly earnest and genuine about life is strange. I've greatly enjoyed Witcher 3 and Bloodborne, but I think Life is Strange is my game of the year so far. Really it's really more. good, and it's so French. Uh, I love that. <laughs> it is the most French game ever. That's from even though it's in America, America, right? Yeah, even though it's, like, it's in like somewhere in Oregon, like Portland mm. or something. Uh, Stabby Joe, I'm glad I'm reading this one, actually. Stabby Joe says, 
codenamed Steam for 3DS. It didn't sell well and only did okay critically. I was one of the higher <laughs> scorers of it. Uh, yet, I really enjoyed the difficult strategy, gameplay, and over-the-top comic book art style with Mecha Lincoln and the cast of Wizard of Oz versus Lovecraftian Horrors. I really enjoyed it too. I think uh, I think it got too it got a bad rap from some people. I it it was basically XCOM by the Fire Emblem guys, yeah. which is good good yeah. for me. I did kind of wonder. It's like Mecha Lincoln. Like Lincoln is a space marine. Is this the sequel to um, the Conduit? Yeah, Conduit Three. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, now it needs to happen. <laughs> Will Wheaton played him. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. And you start to say Mecha Lincoln. I thought you were gonna say Mecha Licky High, Mecha Heiny High. Uh, Mecha Shiva. <laughs> Mecha Shiva. <laughs> I like Dave's joke better. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Jombie. I, I didn't realize it was a competition. Sorry. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, Jombie is not uh, referenced enough in modern culture. Yeah. Kettler93 says, I haven't been able to play almost anything this year, so I have to cheat and go with Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask 3D. The more open structure and unending sense of doom turned it from Zelda game I didn't think I, I'd like to my new favorite Zelda game. I am, am behind in my mm-hmm. Majora. Yeah, I know that uh, Allison Rapp, who works for um, Nintendo, when they presented the game to us, she she put up this great new way of looking at it I never did before, that the game is really about comforting people on their last hours. And it's mm-hmm. about like it's all about making friends with people mm-hmm. as they come to terms with death in different ways. Jesus Christ. And then she told you, everyone at the demo, there's been a gas leak in the office. Well, the thing is, it's like, that's, that's <laughs> an even sadder way of looking at it because... You're basically a user in that. Like, you go and you fix someone's problems, and then you rewind time and fix someone else's problems. So it's like, they're back to having their problems. You're just not there to care about it, because you already got whatever it was you needed for That's them. true. Yeah, it turns yeah. Lincoln you're into a, asshole. a Lyle Landley of sorts. Yeah. <laughs> and you never solved a Ned the Head's troubles. I've saved uh, the world in Ogdenville. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brendolph says, I could pick The Witcher 3, but I'm going extra meta here and go with Gwent. The card game in The Witcher 3, because I got super addicted to it and fell into the trap of just playing that more than the main quest. Seriously, Project Red, make that a real app or standalone game. But for a real game, it's D4 for PC. Yeah. D4 was like an anime I could play and have little effort put into by just swiping the mouse. It worked perfect with a mouse. Also, why isn't it on iPad? That is weird. Mm. Eh. It's like a perfect Probably because he doesn't get it, I guess. Mm. Or he doesn't... I, yeah, Japan hates mobile. <laughs> well, tablet. What do they... They do much with tablets. I'm not sure. I was joking. Uh, okay. I know. Hey, I, I'm just saying... <laughs> that's also the game is like, Chowder! Chowder, <laughs> Boston! Uh, uh, I love D4. K- KG fan says... For me, it is currently between Life is Strange and Batman Arkham Knight. I love having great stories being told to me in whatever form. And both of these games have just as well, uh, uh, have just that, as well as great gameplay mechanics and great surprises within their plots. With Batman Arkham Knights, I, with Batman, the Arkham Knight's identity was something I could guess. But for me, it told that the, uh, I don't want to read more of this. It's going to be spoiled for me. Life is Strange is no, also... No, he doesn't spoil anything. Uh, the story also had some great surprises of its own that I just didn't see coming. Life is Strange has also been surprising and a great emotional ride for me. I hope episode four comes out real soon. Uh, Grimy's first post in the forums Woo-hoo! says, I'm a huge fan of the Dark Souls series, and I just recently picked up Bloodborne. I'm only a few hours into it, but I gotta say that's my game of the year so far for obvious reasons. However... 
I'm an even bigger fan of the Fallout series, so that answer will clearly change when Fallout 4 comes out. Thanks for uh, joining us, Grimeys. We have a Patreon. <clears throat> <laughs> Uh, I love your name, Chester Chivo. Says, <laughs> I never got around to the playing Xenoblades when it was released for the Wii, so getting it alongside my new 3DS counts as a new release for me. It would for me too. Did it already come out? Jesus. Yes. Yeah, months ago. Uh, I've been loving it. The game world is really unique. The characters and their accents are great. The music is outstanding, and the offline MMO gameplay clicked with me instantly. Uh, my favorite part of MMOs was running around and collecting things and killing stuff, and Xenoblade is exactly that. But on a device that I can... Uh, that I can uh, take anywhere and being able to just close the 3ds and go into standby is perfect for how i play my games i'm already i've already sunk over 25 hours into it and i'm probably five hours into the actual story i can't help uh myself from running around and doing every quest hmm. every quest he makes me think i, I, I that's kind of what i'm looking to play right now and yeah, i think that'd be good uh, for you i mean it's monster hunter style gameplay but in a single player game yeah. Uh, so Tanga says, as a longtime fan of Midway's ever controversial fighting game series, I am pleased with how Mortal Kombat X has turned out. Yeah. The mechanics feel smoother than the 2011's Mortal Kombat reboot. They actually created interesting new characters who aren't stupid, and the fatalities are even more over the top than ever. The only thing it's missing is Joe Lieberman bringing media attention to its extreme depictions of gore. Mortal Kombat isn't even worth getting upset about anymore. I disagree. I'm Joe Lieberman. (laughs) Isn't he retired now? Well, you never retire from watching over what the children are doing. I'm (laughs) Joe Lieberman, please. A woman's face is chopped off when her tongue is seen uh, severed from the rest of her mouth. pretty nasty. The last time I saw anybody getting upset about Mortal Kombat, it was like, John Stewart on The Daily Show, like, mouth agape over the Noob Saibut, uh wishbone That's fatality. a pretty fucked up. Mm-hmm. No, it is. that was the worst defender of all. I'm gonna, my next presidential platform will be based on <laughs> Mortal Kombat fatalities alone. I'm Joe Lieberman. I can't wait to say this name. 8-Bit Crit. Mm-hmm. Says, why couldn't it have been eight bit clit? <laughs> why, why would you negate the women's body like that by not including it in your name? What would that look like? Like just <laughs> like six pixels that are pink? I've never like seen maybe a one. White you can one? show me anything. Uh, I'd have to say Tales from the Borderlands. While there have been some great releases, this game in particular has really been a delight to play. I had planned on skipping the game due to the series burnout that began to develop midway through the pre sequel. But after caving and purchasing it, I was happy to find that all of the great humor from the Borderlands series is really on full display here. A must-play for any Borderlands or Telltale fan. After recently finishing Episode 3, this is definitely my goatee. Yeah, mm. two and th- chapters 2 and 3 were definitely, like, they're great improvements with the first one, which was also pretty good. I just, I'm not even sure this game's gonna finish this year. It started in 2014, and they just... Del- put out this third episode like last week i think telltale's been biting off more than it can chew these days it's telltale plus two like they got to collaborate with 2k and they got to collaborate with gearbox yeah and they got to get chris hardwick to do his voice and all this other stuff I'm betting all that's been recorded yeah it's probably but uh, yeah it's just taking forever that's the longest running series i think that like in terms of waiting between chapters i think telltale's done yet oh i love songs says uh and there's another first poster um I have really enjoyed my time with her story. I've never played a game quite like it as uh, as it makes you feel like, feel smart and attentive as, as an onlooker to a crime that happened years before. The way you discover and piece the story together is so innovative and, and uh, is done in a way that 
No two people could have the same experience. I love when games take chances and take a full advantage of a video game as a medium to tell a story that would usually be impossible to convey through television, books, or movies. Hmm. Sounds like the game is uh, more representative of what the serial was yeah, supposed to Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds yeah. like serial the game. I'm armchair, yeah, <laughs> armchair reporter. Yeah, I, it's gotten really good critical stuff. I, I think I might check it out. Me too. Uh, uh, yeah, Dave. Uh, Vieres Talo says, Probably Hotline Miami 2, wrong number. Though the game occasionally becomes a bit too self-indulgent with its pseudo-intellectual, shock-value-filled story, it did something I didn't, I don't think I've ever seen a game do before. It picked up the difficulty curve directly from where the first left off and continued from there. There's no reset, no holding your hand. You either fucking go or get smoked within seconds of gaining control for the first time. The game is so filled with different combat scenarios that make you stretch every bit of talent you might have to play the game to its uh, to its uh, uh, to its utmost extreme to the point where I have no idea how they could ever make another one of these because they've used up all of their ideas. Well, also because of what happens at the end, but I'm not yeah. going to say anything uh, more about that. But I... Yeah, I, I have like a love-hate relationship yeah. with that game. Like, I wish I could agree with this I, 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 w- I mean, I wish... Part of me wishes it could have just been more of the same, but I do appreciate that they ha- they came up with new ideas for like... Char- like character types mm. and combat wasted. I just yeah. wish I liked those new ideas better. Like yeah. the, I didn't like the flashback military missions where you are dependent on a gun and a knife. Well, you could always pick. You could pick up the like ammo on the way and. Yeah, but it's not the same as like. I, it, for me, one of the strengths of Hotline Miami is always the improvisation yeah. and uh, the the high speed just runs and and like this one put like a heavy emphasis I thought on planning and gunfire like the huge emphasis on guns I couldn't just like run through a level with a baseball yeah. bat and fuck up everyone mm. um, so yeah I, I don't know I didn't like it as much as the first but yeah, I didn't was, either it but was I, still I, pretty good I yeah I, I, I still enjoyed it mostly. and the final one comes from our good friend Brett Elston Brelston. Can you read that asshole's comment? What? <laughs> it's a good closer one. Oh. Even though he put that in the comments and not in the forums. Hi, guys. It's probably super obvi, but <laughs> Bloodborne is probably my game of the year with Mua 4, oh, Moha 4, you. Right behind Monhun. it. Monhun for you. Uh, right behind it. I touched on why I like the Souls MH stuff in that Laser Time article I wrote about Fave 2014 thing, so I won't repeat it again, but... Uh, but yeah, and instead of playing Batman, I started FF14, so I'm definitely a J Games in a J Games loop at the moment. Maybe he'll play J Stars next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with all your favorites, uh, with all your favorite Shonen Jump stars like Kene- yeah. Kenshiro Kaneko. Yeah, I, I saw like one screen of that uh, when it released, and like it was Goku kicking Naruto, and it's like this looks amazing. But then again, I've actually seen it running. Yes, and it's <laughs> I've played it. In, I played it at my last TGS I went to, and I just thought, like, this is so bland. This is this bland, open, open, open field Gundam battle type stuff, like, mm-hmm. or, or kind of like a a one on one or a four on four samurai warriors and just yeah hey, just such bland gameplay it is no no fun if that's that's the only way we get to see Goku versus Naruto then I, I ain't buying it baby 
It's free on DeviantArt. Meanwhile, the next <laughs> the next Naruto game looks amazing. What I it see that, and I'm, I'm actually probably going to pick it. Cyber up Connect Two is a very underrated developer. Yes. yes, they're very good. May I propose a new question of the week? You may. Uh, it was something that made me laugh really hard outside. <laughs> what, what is the worst question you could ask Miyamoto in an interview? Because <laughs> Dave immediately chimed in with, "How do you spell your name?" And then Michael chimed in with, when are you going to add a black trans character to Super Mario Brothers? And yeah. I laughed for probably ten minutes. You could say no, but I just thought it'd be a fun reprieve from like any serious thought. Just think of something funny yeah. and terrible to ask Miyamoto. Well, we're ba- we'd basically be asking listeners to come up with a joke. Yes, essentially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but why not? What else are you going to do this week? Let's turn it into a funny contest. There's nothing else going this on. This is a very empty week, so yeah. <laughs> All right, worst question to ask me, Moto. I guess, uh, let's see. Mine is, um, what made you decide to make Link a girl? <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, I... As a social justice warrior, I have to uh, I have to say I disapprove of you even joking about those things, Chris. It's not correct. <laughs> it is insensitive. Okay. How do you spell your last? That's a good. I really like wait, that one. Wait, I've got one. Why did you sexually harass all those women while working on Ninja Gaiden? <laughs> oh. oh man. Mine would be. Who is your favorite Crash Bandicoot character? Mm. Uh, mine would be. Would you help me work on my game? <laughs> so, right, what what tips do you have for an aspiring game maker? Ah, he'd answer that one. Uh, That's true. Study hard and stay in school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sound exactly like that. Yeah. Yes, yes. Use gun fingers. I just know it. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, a bit of a departure this week, but fuck it. Uh, what's the worst question you could possibly ask? Or you can think of to ask Shigeru Miyamoto. Spoiler, he's going to be on the show next week and we're going to ask these. (laughs) Don't make it serious, just make it terrible. That's the homework assignment for this week. So that's been our show. Pretty short this week for us lately. It felt like a million years. I might actually be able to get this one up by Thursday. Wouldn't that be amazing? If only the game industry could be this empty of new releases yes. and news. And I'm excited to sleep in a real bed for the first time in five days. <laughs> well, I think we'll have 30 minutes of plugs, though, right? Oh, so yes. let's get into Roughly it. Roughly that. All right, let's talk up the fucking Patreon. <laughs> now, well, well, well I, I mean, wanted to say there's a new episode of Laser Time up, and, and Hank um, took the reins not only in the, in the subject matter and the research, but like also had to end up editing part of it. Yeah. Hank, hats off. Uh, thank you, uh, thank you. Hats off to you. Uh, it was you, a you great... to our yeah. bonus time episode, you can hear all about what happened and Chris's search for the only internet <laughs> in the county of Mexico Beach, Florida. I think you guys missed an opportunity by not calling it boners time. That's, hey, it yeah. can happen. It still yeah, happens. It can still happen. Let's make that a stretch goal. That's a $12,000 tier. stretch goal. A stretch goal, of course. Um, yeah, stretch goal for boners But time. we also, yeah, but you can only listen to bonus time if you uh, are a patron on our Patreon page. Five bucks. And five bucks a month. And you'll also get exclusive access to our new series, Talking Simpsons, where we're going episode by episode through The Simpsons. We are up to the third episode. Homer's Odyssey, yeah, like the uh, controversial episode. one. Yeah, controversial one. Uh, and we, as unlocked by the Patreon, we're doing a top seven on the site. Uh, yeah. Sadly, it was my responsibility this week, and it's not ready yet. Yeah, we'll uh, get it done. Me and you will get it done. Yeah, I know. You read it. I mean, you, the, you listener, have read it already. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also did. I did Cape Crisis this week. Uh, recorded a little early, but with Dan- Danielle Riendo. Yeah. 
uh, who and and Dave. Yeah. And just the preview, man. She was a great guest. I want to have her back every week. She is just awesome. She works at Polygon. We talk a lot about games, a lot about movies, a lot. We go all over the place in that one. It's probably a really long episode. Yeah, if you're worried about this episode being short, Cape Crisis went long, but it was mm. so fun. Like, yeah, just, it was yeah. always fun. And then we like talked with her for another hour off mic. Yeah. So did Laser Time with one of the drunkest Grims I think we've ever had on. Yeah, he was, he was a grumpy. <laughs> and yeah, it's it's over 90 minutes long, and that's after I cut about 10 minutes from it. But uh, yeah, and there's VG Empire as well. And, and uh, Cheap Popcast. We just did an episode about the WWE's Japan event, and then we mm. talked about our half-year awards for wrestling. Yeah. And if you like wrestling, you can also get exclusive commentaries. Yeah, at the ten dollars level, we get uh, bi-weekly uh, wrestling commentaries. Uh, yeah, mm. we just did the SummerSlam 2013 main event that Henry and I were both at. And, and the, the YouTube channel where we yeah. didn't know what to stream. I just gotten off a plane, and Henry just said Terminator Genesis, spelled Wait. like Sega Genesis. <laughs> so we did all the Terminator games on Genesis. <laughs> Disclosure: They're, all they're terrible. Yeah, they're all pretty <laughs> they're bad. Even Robocop versus yeah. Terminator. We didn't play that to the dismay of the listeners yeah. oh hey i want to say we played quiplash that game is awesome i want yes. to tell everybody buy quiplash yeah. it's the best party game and we streamed it and i want to stream it against zoom because being able to have everybody watching the stream can be in the audience and vote as well yes it's awesome but it is like that was sort of the inspiration for the miyamoto question because yeah. it was all about people coming up with the best punchline yeah and i'm going to give sotenga the shout out oh yeah it's it was just the question was What's the worst thing you can see reflected in an ice cube? And people had to f- figure out the punchline of the joke. And he just said, Bill Cosby's reflection. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> pretty good. That was pretty good. And one oh, podcast go by with a Bill Cosby reference. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, Evidently and, not. And Wow, we are, as of this... Uh, of the, as of recording, we are $15 away from $8,000. $8,000 on our Patreon. Can you believe it? Uh, yeah. And if uh, that sounds like we keep asking for more and more, that doesn't break down to a lot split several ways. And then, man, we just learned the Patreon split, and I'm really depressed. By how oh, much they, they didn't that take that much. Yes, they did. Kickstarter takes more. Way more. Uh, you got to pay the piper somewhere, man, Chris. You can't get not, there's not, no such thing as a free lunch. I'm exhausted. How much did Kickstarter take? Um, Unless you ask Miyamoto, can I have a free lunch? Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. <laughs> All right. Well, follow the show Double. on Twitter at VG Apocalypse. Follow me personally at Wikiparas. And keep your eyes on UbiBlog because that's where I'm working these days. H E N E R E Y G. Dave, you look like you want to say something. At Dave Rudden. And at Cantista. Huh? Hmm? What? What? Jesus, we're... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. That's our show. See you next week. Showered and like I think my like th- three days of sunscreen are congealing on me. Ugh. There you go. There's a secret sound. <laughs>